0: Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Joey Coco Diaz, a.k.a. <laughs> Mad Flavor. What's happening? Tuesday afternoon off the 101. Has joined the podcast. That's right, Along baby. with Brian Redban, the master blaster, Reichel. What's up? And ladies and gentlemen, we are still sponsored by the Fleshlight. Before we even get started, we've got to talk about the rubber vagina that we use on a weekly...
1: I've been using it weekly. Especially... Weekly? How many yeah. times a week? Double day. I'm up to twice a so day now. No wonder the fucking thing is falling his apart. His is falling apart. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> that tropical helmet juice that's coming out of your helmet's fucking killing that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, I, he's
0: got barnacles on his dick.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's what happens sometimes. Yeah. It's from that rubber burn. <laughs> sometimes you whack off and you leave it on your leg. You wake up the next morning, there's a big, big red spot like the fucking oil spill. There's like a fucking stain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's yep. when you know you got to eat more carrots or something. <laughs> you got to eat a carrot or a bowl of fucking soup. It was like UFC uh, 114. Everybody's feet were fucking yellow. Did you notice that, or was it me? What? Ew. Everybody, When they pick up their feet, when they were in the guard, their feet were fucking yellow. They got to start eating more oranges after the weigh-in, cocksuckers. Never mind that powdered water drink. Anyway. Their feet know.
0: are yellow? I don't know what it
1: was. That's weird. Maybe it was a weed you were smoking. Me tape. Hey, you
2: never know. I always look know. at the fighters in the eyes. I never look at their feet.
0: Yeah, I'm not a well, big I'm not looking at their feet. Watchers. I'm just saying they're wrestling. They're in their guard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Somebody's punching them. Their feet are up. And I'm like, dog, that guy's got fucking jaundice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've, you got big fit, foot fetish, don't you? No, I was just thinking about you it. Often talk, you often <laughs> you often talk about feet a lot. I don't yeah. like feet touching me. Like that's why I don't go to jujitsu. Like if a man's foot touches me, I'll have a fucking heart attack. I really would. Yeah. Like a toenail dude's get or their something.
0: feet in your face in jujitsu. Oh, That's I just something you have to deal with. Die, Joe and Robert. you're sweaty, and their feet are sweaty, and oh. their feet literally are on your face all the time. Last dudes night, always was, have their feet on my
1: face. I was watching. <laughs> so normal. I was watching. Sometimes a no you fight get last cut night. by dude's toenails. Listen, uh. to me, I was watching an no old fight last night, and they were going for a heel hook, and I was getting grossed out. Really? Just watching. Just it. Like, watching. Like, I got, touch got his got feet. To, like I can never imagine like grabbing Tate's feet. You know what I'm saying? Like getting the fucking Tate with the short nail polish. I'd have a fucking heart attack.
0: So if you were gonna fight. In the octagon, you'd want to wear socks.
1: Oh, like Chuck Liddell at, at Legends. You ever see Chuck Liddell at fucking Ten Planet? That motherfucker got combat boots, socks on. Really? He wears little socks. Like Chuck's a fucking dude like that. I love all that stuff.
0: I wonder why he wears socks. Well, maybe he doesn't want to get his feet funky. The uh, the the mats at Legends sometimes people walk on them. Not I love the old, what you more guys the old place. Do. The new place is actually separate. What it's killed much me with
1: Jujitsu was that they said over at the place a lot of people show up there. At, from work directly like they've been working 12 hours they haven't washed that ass right? and they go jiu jitsu dog if I catch a whiff of ass in my face from somebody else I'm gonna be pissed off, Joe and I can't handle it you, know, you couldn't handle
0: north south position some no dudes. no
1: I would fucking die. an armpit in my face with yeah. onion in it I
0: think I called it that position smell your butt
1: oh that's a horrible Once fucking position
0: to turn be the broadcast because <laughs> that's what it is a guy's basically holding onto your hips and he's got his ass in your face
2: and he's holding you down and it's a fight and he's allowed to punch Why would you, you want to do this? <laughs> Seriously, man. It's like, like, I get nervous when people sit next to me at McDonald's. You know, like, man, there's like another chair right there. Yeah, get away from you know. And you guys are like putting butts in That's the weird and- thing about
0: jiu-jitsu, too, is you, you go into like a life and death struggle with some guy you just met five minutes ago. Yeah. You know, you're like, what's up, man? How you doing? You want to yeah. roll? Okay, let's roll. You slap hands. And next thing you know, you're trying to strangle each other. <laughs>
1: what a great sport!
0: That's what's weird. It's, when you, when, but with that. everyone who does it is cool, though. That's the thing is, like, it, it seems like it would be like kind of a fucked up thing to do, but the people that do it are so friendly and cool, and everyone's been tapped, everyone's been through the ringer, everyone knows what it is. Just you, just go out there and do it. So it's even though it seems like it'd be like a douchey thing, it's actually very easy. It's very fun. You know, I it seems it like don't. it'd be like a, you know, like you'd be sweating it. But just you just do it, you know? we just You do it for so long. It's just a part of your day.
2: Yeah, but what if you didn't know Joey Diaz and you're like, all right, you and Joey are going That's to do jiu today, and I'm sorry about the air conditioner. It's broke, and it's 120 degrees. Oh, sometimes we have the windows Let's open because
1: it's hot as fuck in there. I've dropped 80 pounds, and it's affected my stomach, which means my ball sack, three sizes bigger than the last time you did it. <laughs> the other day, I stumbled on So your stomach somehow
0: was sucking your ball sack well, up was taking the, the pocket? E- it was
1: taking the effect and sucking... Taking the effect effect of the ball sack. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: it's a fucking amusement park. If you got a
1: firecracker here, an explosion here, I'm not going to look at the fucking firecracker. I'm going to look at the explosion. So ever since I lost, the other day I stumbled by a mirror. You know, sometimes you walk past the mirror and you're like, wow, what happened? And I looked at my ball sack and I'm like, dog, if I ever have (laughs) I could use it as a colostomy bag. It could double. Like if I I ever have a Brock Lesnar, fuck it. Don't put a bag in me. It's fucking gigantic, my balls. And my dick's still got the size and the, and the endurance, but the, but the ball sack doesn't even have... Like, I lost, like, three pounds on the ball sack, which makes the ball sack tighter. It's fucking huge. His balls... I put the, the dick the, up and pulled it out. Joey
0: Diaz is famous for showing his balls, famous for showing his balls at the comedy store, showing them on stage, just walking around, pulling them out on people, because they're ridiculous. They really do, like... They look like oranges. Like oranges is in an old lady's pantyhose. That's I what it looks like. I could not
1: believe how different they fucked.
0: They're look. fucking giant,
1: man. They're like this giant. Day? Why bro. is it that comics all
2: show always love to show their uh. dicks and balls? <laughs> There's no other profession I think that you like. I didn't. I didn't work at Gateway, and it was like all computer salesmen love ball showing. Hey, look at balls. I was
0: listening to Opie and Anthony the other day, and Louis C.K. was on. He was telling a story about uh, about Jay Moore. That Jay Moore was on an airplane with him once when he was like really young. And Jay Moore goes, "If I pull out my dick, will you spit on it?" And he goes. And he goes from that. He goes. I fucking hated him. He goes. I was so mad. At him. He goes. I actually like him as a person. He goes. But it was just you fucking fake faggot. Put your penis away. It was really funny. But the fucking question's pretty funny too. If I pull out my dick, we spit on it. <laughs> I mean, it might have been even funnier if he just went, "Yeah, yeah pull your dick out." You know? Why is it though? Comics are fucked up, man. We want to do the most. We want to do the inappropriate thing all the time. That's what it is. The way a guy becomes a comic is all your life, people have been telling you, shut up, that's mean, don't say that, you know, you're, you're looking at it the wrong way, and, you know, get a job. That's what everybody tells comics. So once they become actual comics, they just can't wait to do what they're not supposed to do all the time. They just want to pull their dick out all the time, they want to say stupid shit, they want to sing on the airplane.
2: Oh, when Joey that did that was on the plane, weird PA. man. Twice. We should talk about that because I, that was—I thought we were totally really illegal. going to jail.
1: I thought we were really going to jail. I thought they were setting us up for a minute. There. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> my luggage. You know what's crazy? Back, don't just, know, yeah, let's plane. explain what happened. Yeah.
2: We
0: were on a plane. We've done this twice. We were on a plane, and Joey says that he's with the band Ten Foot Screws, and he would like to get on the PA. <laughs> we like to get on the PA and sing a song for everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is how. This is how high we are when we fly. Okay. Uh. I mean, he gets on the fucking PA, one, two, one, two, ladies and gentlemen, and he starts breaking into Notorious B.I.G., but with no swears, and no one knows what to do. And there's people like staring at their kids, and they and they announced so it like, confused.
2: hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a short presentation by the band 10 Foot Screws. Yeah,
0: and then they just let us do it. And everyone on
2: the plane was just we, sitting there, like, what? Well, the
0: I fuck? shouldn't even say us, because if Joey goes to jail, I do not want to go down with you. <laughs> I should not be saying us. Yeah, yeah we Joey. were
1: against it, and we, I was totally against you it. You were not against it. You guys are just sitting there, like, what is going on? I couldn't
0: believe you not only did it there, you did it coming back. Yeah. You did it on two different flights. Yeah. And these are jets. These aren't like propeller planes this is going to Honolulu. Remember
2: the mother that was sitting and next to us? With the Me? kid? And, yeah. they were, and the kid
0: was laughing and smiling. Yeah, it was a church camp? And the mom was, yeah, church yeah, camp. And the, yeah. the
2: girl was like 12, and she's just looking at the camera. Because I'm filming it. She's yeah. looking at the camera like, hee, 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 this is naughty. You know, and you're talking, you're rapping was, over PA. Yeah,
0: that poor kid was loving the chaos, wasn't she? Post 9-11, too. Yeah. Post 9-11. This was like, what was it, 2004 or something like that? 2005? Yeah, you can find it online.
2: What was that? Joe Show. If you Google <laughs> Joe Show, Joey Diaz Ready to Die. Yeah, that's what it is. Is that it? Is yeah, that the Joey one? Diaz Ready to Die. Google oh, it. It's on God. YouTube.
0: That one's genius. Yeah. That's the best it, one. You can
2: also see it in Talking Monkeys in Space, your DVD that's out right now on Amazon. Oh
0: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That, uh, that's in the uh, video you made, right? Right, yeah. it's
2: called uh, Talking Monkeys in Columbus It's one of the DVD extras you Joey see it
0: talked in there. To on the fucking PA on two planes Not just talked, sang songs And had like stewardesses clapping
1: along and it shit It was fucking weird It was weird, that was weird That they let us after 9-11 They just and went I mean, with it They just went with how it How did we even know? How did she know? I don't
2: know, but it was not American Airlines What was it? Oh
1: The ultimate
0: doom. I think um, they should have people do shit like that more often. Some girl got on uh, the airplane the other day uh, in Canada, in Air Canada, and sang a song (coughs) like some funny song about your luggage. It was pretty funny. You know, and she was pretending that she was trying out for a Canadian Idol, and everybody gives her a big round of applause. I'm like, oh, come on, really? Is this real- chick really going to sing? And she got on the PA and had this little funny song prepared. It was great. It was fun.
1: It it's it more there, dog. What
0: Yeah. You but you mean, does everybody have to be quiet? You know, once you shut your iPad off, it should be anything goes. Bro,
1: you nobody know? breaks a not in a flight like me. One time we were flying <laughs> and I farted next to Joe Rogan, uh, one of those fucking Brock Lesnar fights, uh, farts, <laughs> those four day fucking protein shake that like the one when you were watching, the Antonio Banderas thing that you kept waking up uh, and you couldn't know if it was a nightmare. I was, was writing
0: too. While I was writing, he was yeah. farting. I was saying, and I was I put that. it in the blog. Yeah. His yeah. fart was so bad I had to put it in the blog entry. That was the happy pills. Uh, one. I
2: did not miss that because, I mean, especially when, <laughs> I, I mean, because with. Tate, I did not miss that. Tate was really big and oh, he yeah. ate protein all the time. So, and yeah. he was always like a manhandler. Like, like, mm. like, he would be like, come here, bro. And he would fart me on you alone. every now and then. And he would, like, literally torture me with farts his farts. Farts were fucking. 22 they were times worse than
1: mine. My- <laughs> the best fart ever was the one at the bookstore in Houston when I farted <laughs> and it bounced off the library shelves. And they looked at us <laughs> on the second floor. Fucking, uh, what was the name of that bookstore in Houston, dog? All of I us. I know what you're talking about. I remember, remember that time. You were sitting in a chair like- We were reading stuff. a magazine. Oh you know? I was my like, God. what the
0: fuck, Joe Diaz? That's still not as good as Tate's at the comic store in San Diego. The comic store in La Jolla. He farted in the lobby. Oh, right, and right, right. Everybody, It was like somebody lit it on fire. Yeah. People were running from it, man. They yeah. were running from it. Yeah. That was he when we were starting to right shirts. by the door. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was yeah, same weekend. He he farted right by the door and uh, like ran towards the bar.
1: His farts had this this uh, aroma in the middle of the fart. Like first you get a hold of the fart that, <laughs> that soak around you for like four or five seconds. Then this complete other thing <laughs> would evolve that would just climb into your nose hands and you had to step out of that fucking zone. And then when you came back into that zone, you still smelt the fart in a post mortem type way. It was there, but not really. His farts were fucking real. They were what, ruthless. He, ate ba- he said he ate bars with a chemical. Malamar. It, his farts had a better credit rating than me. Oh, my God. His farts were fucking thick. Like you could smell the root of the fucking asshole. Like the, they are real. Like, oh, God. They were living my. species. And he
0: would laugh his ass off. He would turn bright red with laughter because part of it was he thought it was funny and part of it was shame. It was all mixed together with horror because everybody was dying, screaming. I don't care what you say. This part of you, no one's comfortable with smelling that back. <laughs> you can pretend all you want, man. Yeah. You can cut the kind of farts that this dude would cut. Oh, my God. you really never experienced anything like it. It's like, unless you've been around a dude like that, it's, like, pointless to talk to people about it. But, like, yeah, yeah, fart stink. Move no, on. No, no, no. Like, right. you don't understand. This is, like, fucking gas warfare.
1: Yeah. I had two dude guys. dude hurt I you. It was I like, assault you. And a kid when I was growing up, Fernie Bacissuto. His family owned the restaurant. <laughs> Just
0: that name. BNS
1: fucking <laughs> what diner. What's his name, Fer- Fernie? <laughs> Fernie Bacissuto. He was Bacicudo. Puerto Rican and Cuban. His mother made pork chops. Every day you'd go in there and it'd destroy your fucking stomach. <laughs> but Bernie had the same type of farts as Tate. That's a complete different animal of fart. That fart grabs you. It's just like you have to go <laughs> home and change your shirt and shit. You know what I'm saying? It sinks into your shirt. Oh, and Tate would just it light would up fuck an airplane. you up, man. He
0: would light up an airplane. You could hear people in like 20 rows back going, Jesus! <laughs> oh,
2: <okay. laughs>
0: you I remember that. You remember that? You could hear it. And you would look back and Tate would have his headphones on, sunglasses on, just a big smile on his face, fucking <laughs> chewing gum and ripping what? the most horrendous farts known to man. I put his farts up against anyone that's ever lived.
1: Yep. Tough. Okay. The fart, yeah. the time with Antonio Banderas, oh, when I farted, you heard the good. lady go, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I put that lady. in the blog. Oh.
0: I put it in the blog. I, I was in the middle of writing and just. A, I know where I see Joey do this. Just lean away from me a little bit. <laughs> just a little lean. Yeah. And when Joey... Like, oh, no! As soon as I realize what he's doing, he's just
2: clearing away. You cartoon lifting fart. Lifting up like you, and You actually me. make the motions and stuff like that. Do oh, you, like, I, do
0: that, you I do that all the time. Oh, especially when I'm by myself. Oh. Yeah. Do I you, mean, not, if, unless I want you to know I'm farting, you know, if I'm trying to sneak out a fart and not take the blame for it, right. which I'll do occasionally, I've, then I'll just sit still. Have you ever you know, cupped
2: your
1: hand? In the shower, and made Donald yeah. Duck. It's no. like, no, <laughs> no, not Donald Duck. I inhale that fart. There's I'll something put it right to the fucking sleep apnea. No, it's very satisfying morning, you know about saying? farting
0: in a pool or a bathtub as well. Oh, yeah. Pools you had that cool.
1: farted in the Irvine Improv, and I thought, you ever get so high, you're on the wall, and you think, like, I was watching you, and I'm like, ain't nobody walking by me. And I cut a fuck. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I turn around. A waitress is coming <laughs> by me with a tray of fucking glasses. And I'm like, poor girls," And they know it's you. Who the <laughs> fuck? You're the only thing next to a smell of shit in 20 <laughs> feet. You know what I'm saying? It's 20 feet yeah, of shit in That's, you. No,
0: that's a terrible film when someone um, walks when somebody over. Somebody bust He just didn't plan it out? He thought you were in the, so, in the solo?
1: Yeah. Oh, they Dog, right one time, it. I went to Bob Hope Medical Center, and I, they did an EKG on me. And as they were picking me up, it was a small office. As they were picking me up. A little fart came out of my ass. I just went, and the doctor and the nurse just sit there and looked at each other, and I got up real quick and blocked them. Let me tell you something. When you fart in a little doctor's office and it kept expanding, it was one of those Tate farts that just kept getting thicker. <laughs> when they know it's you, it's fucking embarrassing. You know what whole- I think is
0: interesting, the whole uh, the idea, especially amongst comics, that you're not supposed to talk about farts, that somehow or another farts are like, it's like a cheap laugh.
1: Well, on stage. But
0: is it even a cheap... I mean, it, it, is, is it not a part of how you look at the world? I mean, farts are in there. They're in the mix. I, get,
2: I guess it's like airplanes. If, if it's about farts, it's been said. Well, you even know?
0: airplanes. You know, Patton did a joke. Patton Oswald did a joke on his latest CD about going on JetBlue. It's an airplane joke, and I fucking loved it. It's an airplane joke about how the airplane's like a sky bus now. I don't care if it's a subject that's been beaten. I want to hear agree. your take on the subject. I agree. Yeah, and Patton's joke on airplanes was... I mean, and Louis C.K. did one recently on, on Conan, I think, right? No, not on Conan. On um, Who did he do it on? He did like a whole... Was it on Leno? Might have done it on Leno.
2: You know, it's funny, though, is that we were talking about, fart, uh, talking about farts and airplanes, but yet we just got done talking about farting on airplanes. That's fascinating. <laughs> you know, that's like two... Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What
0: I was going to say is what is it about like things like farts? Where, like, you know, if you talk about it, it's like a cheap laugh. And a lot of times it is a cheap laugh. Like, cheap bad laugh. comics. But when it's telling the truth, you know, when it's you. Like, you've talked about farts on stage before and and had me fucking crying laughing.
1: It's the truth. If anybody smelt one of Tate's farts... You would look at farts completely different, and it wouldn't be a hacky situation.
0: Well, it's it's. I mean, it's still one of those things where you you know. I think a lot of comics are always worried about what other people, especially other comics, think about their material. So they're scared to talk about anything, even if it's something they're really thinking about. If it's like a tired premise, they don't want to talk about it. Even if it's you have your own unique point of view on it, they just don't want to touch on it. But I don't think that's good either, man. I think you give your if you give yourself any restrictions. I mean, you could be dwelling on the dumbest fucking thing in the world, like the most obvious premise. But if you're actually dwelling on it, you should even address the fact that this is obviously a stupid premise. Why am I fucking obsessed with this? But, you know, that's like when you, when you start cutting out subjects and like fucking, you know, like how many comics play to the back of the room? Right. How many comics do comedy instead of for their own like this is their own personal viewpoint? They do it so that other comics will like them, you know? I mean, how many guys remember? Remember in the beginning, <clears throat> open mic days. There were dudes who would only make comics laugh, and a lot of guys they got stuck in this like weird spot where they all their their audience was comics. They would be good at making comics laugh, but regular audience members would just you know the comics wanted to see something fucked up. How high are you, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even, you're not even talking. Oh, Joey G is, it just kicked in and he sat back. Whenever Joey sits back, let me tell you something. Whenever Joey sits back like this and crosses his fingers on his chest, he's fucking gone. He's gone. He's on another planet right
1: now. No, I went to acupuncture and then got stoned and we smoked that stuff you had and that put me right the fuck over the wall. You
0: know do you worry, uh, do you ever think about like what you're talking about on stage or do you, just, do you just write out what you're thinking about? Like, Do you ever look at it and go,
1: hmm, maybe this isn't a subject for me. Maybe I shouldn't touch this. There's maybe three subjects I won't touch on stage just because of personal references and I'm a failure for not touching them. Really? You yeah, feel like a failure? For not touching them because I'm letting my emotion get involved on there. What right? are they? Uh, I don't like abortion talk. That's a tough. That's a tough I subject. Don't like, <clears> uh, I don't <throat> like uh, kids with AIDS and punching kids. Or yeah, I'm not a big animals. fan of that either. You know, Even and, though I've,
0: and, I've talked, I've, I've said shocking shit like and, that and, before. And, that was and, mean and funny, but and as probably as not. It's a yeah. weakness. Yeah, it's not. It's, I should it's be able to go way. up
1: and cover every spectrum of life,
0: right? But maybe you just don't find humor don't find in that. Humor in it. I don't find humor in. I, I don't want to
1: talk about a rape. I don't ever. I talk about fucking people in the ass and eating ass. I've never mentioned the word rape. The word rape makes my fucking neck hair stick up every time. So... That's you
0: know. Yeah, well, then that's just you, though. That's that's that's, me. that's, that's what, just you. There's but no, I'm we, a pussy, no reason. But not to real. That I'm <clears throat> I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I think I think you know. You talk about what you want to talk about. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, Who what? the I've fuck wants about to some dwell on shit on oh, stage? Yeah, gnarly about shit ever. Kidnapping and oh, yeah. mugging
1: and I, I put. It you all told out the truth about going to prison. But I just cannot talk. Being
0: there. coked up, holding the guy down with a machine gun. I can't listen to fucking. You know, I I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's a tricky it's a tricky situation, man. And I have nothing you know
1: against what, who does it.
0: You know what gets me about abortion? Here's what gets me about the abortion subject. It's like there's two sides. Okay, there's one side <clears throat> where you are, you know, you're pro-life and you don't think that people should be allowed to have abortions and that there's other options and that it's killing, it's murder. And then the other side is, you know, you you support a woman's right to choose, <clears throat> and it's just a it's just a series of cells in the body. It doesn't have a soul. Woman, she's carrying it in her body. It should be totally up to her. Why does it have to be just two, two points of view? I see both. I see, I, see I should both. not be able to tell you what to do. I should not be able to tell Absolutely. anybody what to do. And I could totally see wanting to have an abortion. You know, I could totally see not wanting to raise a child at certain points in your life. I, I could totally see you having that option. But let's be honest what you're doing is you're killing something. You know, you got it's growing inside you, but it will eventually become a human being. You know, I mean, we can we can play games and say you know at three days in it's not at five days it is or whatever the fuck you want to say. But the bottom line is there's a little human being growing inside your body, and I think you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, it's your body. I really don't think anybody could tell you, you know. But that's it's you're killing something. I mean, you're you're choosing not to let it grow. You're you're terminating it. I mean, let's be honest about what you're doing. It's a symbiotic relationship. Obviously, the baby needs you to stay alive. It's a part of you until it becomes its own individual entity. But The path has been set. It's on the way. You know, why is that, like, how come you can't say that? I mean, everybody, it's either one or the other. Either you support a woman's right to choose or, you know, you think it's murder. But no one ever says, well, I support the right for you to do it, but let's talk about what the fuck it is. I mean, it is a creepy thing. And if I was a woman, it would creep me out that I would have to do something like that. You know, especially when you talk to someone who's had kids. Once you've had kids, you understand what what babies really are and the whole thing. You know, you get get this experience of having your own child. You know, and you go, oh, th- wow, it's cra- Abortion is really crazy when you think about it. I'm glad I don't have the option. I'm glad, you know, that I don't get pregnant. Could you imagine if it was you that got pregnant? If like you had had, like a, a bu- how many abortions would you have? You had, uh, you'd have like ten abortions.
2: How many can you have <laughs> before your fucking plumbing breaks? Like, is there, a, is there a, a ceiling to this? I went, I
0: went out with a girl once um, that had had so many abortions that she can't get pregnant. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like three or four. She was so crazy.
2: I, you know, I went to this. She's uh, had,
0: she's had like five or six. Oh, she's so, she was so crazy.
2: I went this to this abortion uh, show or whatever it was at the science museum. I guess it wasn't a show. A convention. <laughs> no, it was just a display that showed from like every week of a baby's yeah, life I've all the that. way to that that-, <clears throat> that
0: meat thing that life thing yeah the yeah. bodies in motion and whatever it
2: was they're all in glass jars though yeah. and, and they're and at first i was like these, they're not real these are just little models but then you read down that these are all real yeah and you start including looking, the mother yeah and, and you look at the very small one and it looks like a little demon like i don't know if you've ever seen it just yeah. looks like an alien or it looks something like a lizard yeah and then it just it's so weird seeing a girl but then you get to the big one and that is the most depressing thing you'll ever see in your life. Just this baby sitting there with a face that's been frozen in time. Like, and just, you know. That whole it's exhibit
0: so freaks me out. And if you don't know the exhibit we're talking about, it's a bodies exhibit. And this guy invented some new process of preserving human tissue. And he does it somehow or another in plastic. And they have a whole video on it. <clears throat> I think it's called... I don't know. What Body worlds. But I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the process. Plasta something. Oh. Uh, anyway, so it's, it's really like a bunch of bodies all cut up and like in weird positions doing weird things. And, you know, it gives you a sense of the anatomy. But it also gives you a sense, like, how is this any different than something a fucking serial killer would do? Right. You know, Dexter. could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if this was all started by a guy who's just some sick fuck? And the way he pawned it off on people With is like, art. you know, it's the just art, checking yeah. out the anatomy because there's some of them that are so questionable, dude. One of them, they had a chick cut in half at the vagina. Okay. Yeah. At the vagina. And there's like segments of her. She's like cut in half. Yeah. At her fucking pussy. Right. Like really? Yeah. I need. I really need to see that. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? You sure you want to put that it, fucking it, it's image? It's pretty out there?
2: fucking demented. It's yeah, weird, man.
0: They're like shit. playing tennis and shit, and you know, it's just their muscle tissue with no skin on and fake eyeballs. It's a trip. Did, did we go
2: together to see that? I think we did, I th- and we saw that IMAX movie, Body, the Body Gangs. Yes, yes, okay, yes. I remember being so stoned while seeing that oh I God. almost had a panic attack. I had. To oh, leave. we were so hot. <laughs> we had lollipops,
0: didn't we? Yeah, I think we had lollipops. Yeah. This was back in the days, the rookie days of, of edibles, where yeah. we didn't quite understand what was going on. <laughs>
2: it's like, oh, two lollipops would be fine. <laughs> we didn't
0: know. The, the people who don't know, when you eat pot, man, you get, you get way different. It's a way different high. It's something called 11 hydroxy metabolites produced by your liver. We've talked about it before. But that's why people freak out when they eat brownies and shit. Like, you, you, you swore off edibles.
1: <clears throat> I don't only eat them on Mondays because the Armenians give me a free edible day on Monday. <clears throat> so I always eat the three peanut butter cookies and get fucked up a last he night. He called
0: me it. once. You called me once. I'll never forget this. You go like this dog. That's it. That's it, dog. I go, what? No more fucking edibles. <laughs> no more fucking edibles, Joe Rogan. No more edibles. Like, that's the whole
2: conversation. Damn. I'm done. I'm done.
1: Oh, that bad.
2: <laughs> don't you wish phones had TiVo? So you could, like, you could oh. just, like, record this. Oh, how, well, the, the
0: recording bad. would be awesome, but would be more awesome as the visual. Yeah. You know, to get some FaceTime on oh, yeah. like that. yeah,
1: FaceTime. It's oh always doing God. FaceTime. Sometimes you eat those edibles, and I'd eat them like at eight in the morning, guys. Like, I'd get up oh, and pop a cup of coffee and eat a fucking chocolate cake. By 9.30, I gotta go to the Y.
0: Fear Factor was all edibles, because that would last the longest. And this is also when I didn't understand. I just knew that I'd build up a tolerance if I had a lollipop every day. I was getting... Blitzkrieg. I mean, like, so baked. I was, like, freaking out about the colors of the sky and, you know, thinking how strange this life is and we're all pretending it's permanent, but it's really temporary. While I was, like, forced to do this, you know, not forced, but, you know, while my job was to do this Fear Factor show.
1: High as fuck. It fucks with you, those edibles. They fuck with you, those edibles. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no, they do. They really do. do. It's it's way stronger. People don't know. It's four times more psychoactive than THC when you eat it. Yeah, that eleven hydroxy metabolite. It doesn't feel like pot. It doesn't feel like you're high. It feels like some totally different kind of a psychedelic trip. Yeah, you know, very introspective. You know, really makes you fucking consider your life. You know, when you're alone and you ate a brownie, you start going deep into your childhood and shit. Fuck yeah, don't you thinking about like weird your, your relationship with your parents and fucking all sorts of weird shit that made you become who you are. You start like really fucking going
2: deep. The last time I did edibles was at a UFC, and uh, it was with you. And uh, uh, it got to the point where there was a good match going on, and everyone was murmuring you, you know, at once, like, yeah. like an arena. You could hear and, everything. It started, man. that murmur started, like I started to get in me, and I started feeling my heart. Oh my was like, <laughs> when Clay Guida <laughs> fought Diego Sanchez,
1: I could feel the smacks. Yeah. Like there was oh. one flurry in the first round where they were both just like for like a minute. They must have connected on 20 punches a piece. I felt all 20 punches. I remember that I woke up like this, like just holding on to myself. Like I can't even block these fucking punches that Diego's throwing at me. And all of a sudden I realized I had Brian Reb band next to me go, and people like jake shields is over here i'm like what's happening but i caught myself <laughs> fucking blocking diego's body kicks and shit like twisted and everything that's when you know fuck 3d glasses motherfucker <laughs> i was in that fucking <sighs> ring when they broke that was that was a very intense first minute very intense. if you remember how that swept on, on, think about edibles it swept you it just swept me and i remember like turning and fucking fading and you know, make him believe he was jabbing. Okay, all like- here's
0: the question. Here's the question. Do you think it's real? Do you think that the connection that you have when you get super high, like especially with edibles, that weird feeling that you have where you feel like you can tell if people are lying, you can tell if people are upset with you and they're not talking about it,
2: if that you can tell if they have issues? Do I think that's real? Yeah. I think it's 100% real. I think it's 100%. Real. It's
0: real, right? Totally there, the, real. There's a different level of perception that it's comes.
2: It's like you have a new sense that you usually don't
0: have. Right, but when you get sober, you all of a sudden start thinking it's ridiculous. When you sober up... Because you're then, not
2: feeling the same sense in it. Exactly. But right. it
0: doesn't, I mean, it's never more ridiculous. There's no more ridiculous story than you telling someone that you have an enlightened perspective because you got intoxicated. People will always make fun of that, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're high on mushrooms and you figured out the world. Sure you did. You know, because when you're sober it seems so preposterous. But when you're really, really, really high, you can
1: see some shit. Down. And you figure out some shit too. Yeah. Every time you get high and you get in your car, even if it's just go to Starbucks, you always figure out one component of your day. Yeah, Like one decision is made And it's made, you know, and you stick to it it's the And same, that's that weed It's every the same reason day. why
0: people think it makes you paranoid It's making you think about shit Yeah, It's making you consider shit that you don't ordinarily consider And let me tell you something Weed in the isolation tank <laughs> My god Joey Diaz, that fucking thing has changed my whole brain It's rewired my brain Like I, I have like all the hardware From my old brain It's still like laying around But it's not even connected anymore That fucking isolation tank from just smoking weed, I'm trying to figure out how to live my life as if, like, I just entered into this world, like, 10 years ago. I entered into a body that's already existed and already had a history and already had a bunch of things that it's already done and dealt with. And so, what have I done? I've done all this? Jesus Christ, what was I thinking when I did that? You know what I mean? It's like, you become a totally different human being managing, like, a new life. That's what, like... The Tank does to you. The Tank is the fucking freakiest thing ever. I wish more of you guys would be into it. You know, nobody nobody does it. I, I don't know why you guys wouldn't do it. It's, I, I always talk about it. It is the craziest fucking experience that I, I ever do. It's like
1: doing a crime and going home and locking your door and smoking a joint for eight hours sitting there thinking the cops are going to break in. That's a horrible feeling. You <laughs> get to see fucking life for what it is when you're sitting in that corner listening by the stairs to see if they're coming. It's a fucked up experience, you think. Well, you clean your
0: brain out of all that shit that you've done that's making you worry about people coming to get you. All that shit, all the shady shit, you know, it makes you clean your brain out. How come you've never done the tank? How come you never go in? I don't fit. <laughs> the, the they fit. You fit. There's a, there's a giant one they have. The guy in Venice can make any size one.
2: <laughs> where's the, where's the one. It's, a tank huge, it's a huge door, Joey. It's not like you have to well, crack your little hole There's, two places. Little no, there's two places. there's two
0: places. One is Soothing Solutions in Burbank. You could go there. That's near you. Really? That's real close. You've yeah. been there And it's a very nice lady. No. Let's, no. Do let's
2: do
1: a do death squad trip and tape it over there. Yeah. And see yeah. what happens. let's do it. Let's
2: do it. We should do it. She's a nice lady.
0: She's very nice. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll do it with you guys. Let's do it. Let's tape it. And Let's see what what happens. Make a video. There we go. Yeah. How I feel when I come out of there. Taking you guys all, Eddie too, and Ari too. Let's
1: let's see how I. Feel Ari's when gonna you fuck up. it
0: up. Don't start screaming.
1: Easy, yeah, yeah. Faking he's, it, yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. He wouldn't. If we just all said, well, let's let's all you know have an experience, yeah, film and tell me what you trip.
2: think. Yeah. Yeah, and we could advertise that lady's
1: business too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and the guy in Venice too. Let's advertise him too because his place is the shit.
1: Yeah, is it really? In Venice? Yeah, Float
0: Lab's the shit. That guy, his, he's on another level. See, everybody else is making these tanks like my old tank, the one I gave away, which is excellent. I mean, it's better, way better than nothing. You know, it's it's good. It works good, but his are like super thick. It's steel and insulated, and his like maintain temperature much better, and it's much bigger, so you have more oxygen inside of it. And he actually adds an oxygen pumper. You know, an oxygen scrubber, so it scrubs oxygen, pure oxygen, out of the air and pumps it into you. He's just got it down. He's a, he's nuts. Yeah. the guy at the flo- floatlab.com. He's, um, he's a crazy dude, but a cool, the cool kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's like a mad scientist. And he's got this new thing that I tell you about the new thing, the video cameras. This motherfucker, you know, what? if you don't know about the isolation tank, what the isolation tank is, it's a tank that was invented by a guy named John Lilly. John Lilly was this crazy psychedelic pioneer from the 60s. He used to take ketamine and, and, and fucking lay in the tank for days. Like he was nuts. He used to take acid, and this is how he figured out how to make the, the tank. He, fi- he wanted to figure out a way where he was completely separate from his senses. So his brain doesn't have to listen to his body at all. And he first he started out with, he would be in a tank where he would be upright and the, the, the head, you would float by the head. So basically be, you know, you'd be hanging from your chin, which is probably not that comfortable, but you get used to it. And then you, you know, the rest of you feels like you're weightless. But then he figured out all you have to do is just put a ton of salt in the water. And that'll make you buoyant. And then you can lie on your back. And then, like, half of your body's exposed. So that's the, the new models. They all, they all have, like, mine has 800 pounds of salt in 11 inches of water. And you lie in it. And the water is 93.5 degrees, which is the same temperature as your skin. And so as you lie in it, you don't feel the water anymore. And it, you just dissolve. You have no body sensation at all. And it's just f- pure mind. It's just the mind with no connection to any, any input. So the mind doesn't have any distractions. Your mind gets to look at your whole life completely objectively, not thinking about your back or your fucking feet smell or you know, you're touching the couch or you're hearing you know, sounds and seeing lights. It's just pure mind. And in that state, that's like one of the rarest states on earth. There's a very, I mean, it's pretty simple to achieve, but if you think about it, there's no place like that on earth where you can be separate from your body. Like, literally, you don't feel your body. It's just your mind, you know? And, and you get distracted. We all get distracted. Like It's like having a conversation in front of a giant crowd of people like when you're on stage, that's distracting. You know, talking to people while people are next to you screaming, that's distracting. But what we don't realize is life is distracting. And sometimes you've got too much... Like, why do people who have fucked up lives like to have a bunch of shit going on, you know? How many dudes do you know that complicate their lives on purpose because they've got, they got some shit going on, so they'll just... Throw. i'm starting up a business like what the fuck are you talking about you're starting up a business man you're, you're a fucking comic you're gonna you're gonna start up a business it's but what, why is he really starting up a business he's trying to distract himself with more shit so he doesn't have to think about his shit you know it's like it's a classic psychological ploy your whole life is a distraction you don't even realize it everything you do is constant input coming in you gotta navigate your way through this world it takes away resources it takes away resources that your brain has gotta get
1: in there joey diaz Let's go. Burbank next week after yep. the fucking break. Let's... You know, How come
0: awesome? you don't
3: do it? you in Burbank. Video. How you've never done it?
2: Uh, because I, you know, I just, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> a thing. It's one of those things. Now, <laughs> like, have you
2: ever been in a tub huh? ever before? Do have you, you
0: think ever... you avoid uh, that kind of like heavy lifting when it comes to like the mind? Uh, mm-hmm.
2: No, you know, to me, I, I have my own kind of relaxing things that I do. And it seems like, I don't know, I guess it's not a necessity. So I don't really need to. Uh, blow money on something that, you know, I you know, i, I'm, Dude, I kind of be... Dude, I'll if it buy was you free, a gift certificate. If it was free, okay. I would do it every day. All right, well, let's, <laughs> let's get you on it
0: then. We're going to do that. That's going to be our next uh, video. We're going to do the isolation tank. I'm going to convert all you guys, because I think it's ridiculous that I've been using this thing for seven years, and you guys don't use yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it's better than the tanning bed. And if you guys... <laughs> it's way
0: better to jerk off in. If you guys go to... If you Google where to float, just that term, there will be a website that will pop up from Samadhi, samadhi.com, which are very awesome people that made my first tank and their um their website has a listing of places where you can rent time in a tank all over the world all different countries all the different places it's available and uh, a lot of people have used it and emailed me about it and said that they found a tank you know like an hour away from their house or something like that it's a fucking great tool it's a great tool for the mind you know if you're the type of person that likes to meditate and i think everyone should you know everyone i mean you call it you say meditate you sound like you're full of shit and you're doing yoga with beads on you know what I mean sound, you know what I mean it's like the word meditate has this connotation this, this uh, you know this fake fake spirituality connected to it you know it's a term right but the, but thinking about your life it's very important
1: especially in Boulder they, they use meditate like oh. the motherfucker them sandalwares there's so many
0: sandal wearing motherfuckers oh, in, in Boulder. Boulder aren't they I tell you what though they're nice Oh, that's brilliant. But I would talk oh, to brilliant. people, and, you know, I'd be like, you know, they would say, uh, you know, oh, I've got this back injury. You know, uh, I can't go to jujitsu. I go, oh, that's cool, man. You know, you okay? you going to be all right? He goes, yeah, I'm going to this healer. He's doing a lot of body work on me, a lot of positive energy work. I'm like, oh, you pay for that, or do you suck his dick? Like, <laughs> 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 what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, totally straight face. I'm going to a healer. You know, he's working on me, doing a lot of body work. He's doing, oh, he's doing body work. Oh, he's healing you.
1: With rocks and sand. There's and a
0: lot of people that make a living doing that, man. They're yes, like they healers. Do. They're like push on parts of your head and, and claim that they're healing you. And But the thing is, if you believe them, it works. It works. That's the crazy thing. It's like the human body is so fucking powerful, but we don't know how to use it. It's like a computer, and we don't even have a manual. We're just going into the registry and fucking with things, and you know, we, we really don't know how it works. So you can trick somebody with a placebo, and the placebo is just sugar. It's just bullshit. It doesn't do anything. But because they think it's medicine, their body fixes itself. But nobody knows how to just fix themselves. It's crazy. It's like could, how come you can't – the placebo method, how come you can't just apply that on your own? Why, didn't, why can't you just trick yourself? You can't. So then you don't have access to that, that, you know, that pure belief. You don't have access to the pure belief. You have to be, literally, you have to be kind of crazy to have access to the pure belief that you can fix yourself with this magic pill that's just sugar. It's a fucking mess. Why can't we use it? <laughs> we got like, it's, like, it's like a hidden part of the operating system. Yeah. You know, you have to press like four keys at the same time to get to it. You know, it's fucked up, man.
2: You know what's really cool to do stone, by the way? I just thought of this while you were talking. I don't want to lose it. But uh, uh, get really, really baked, eat, and go into your garage and get a ladder. And uh, if there's a, like one of those lights, like, you know, the garage lights, I right. uh, go up to it with a friend, and you both look at each other's face, or you, you turn off the lights, and you both stare at each other's face, and then you wait till your eyes adjust to the dark. Then you flip the light real quick and you see the other person's face like as a ghost that's burnt into your retina, then you come down from the uh, ladder, and you just walk around, and you'll just see like this floating head in front of you. For how long? It probably lasts a good minute and a half, two minutes. Does it
0: work with black people?
2: No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you, you,
0: just, you just
1: mind. see a canoe. I got to go upstairs to put a light bulb on it. Are
0: <laughs> hey, you fucking crazy, guy? I'm going guy. up a fucking ladder. What am I doing? Am I, I wearing fall down I break my
1: ankle to see Casper the Friendly Fucking Ghost. <laughs> Should I put angel wings on when I come All that ladder shit to get up? high. That's too much drama to get high. Come Just on. pass that fucking number. It's something
2: that you've never experienced. Try it out. Are you scared? You know it's what free. Is, That's free float tape. You know what take. is
0: cool as fuck when you're high? What? The L.A. Um, planetarium. Or uh, the uh, Griffith Observatory, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather. There we go. Did Griffith's, you go to it? Yes. Isn't it awesome? Oh, my yes. God. When you lie back and you oh. watch that star show oh, and yeah. show yeah, the Very Constellations. It's amazing. fucking incredible, man.
2: Yeah.
0: I, it's, you know what? When I went to Hawaii and uh, we went to the Big Island and uh, we went up to the Keck Observatory in the the top of the Big Island. It's this gigantic fucking uh, thing they have up there, you know, telescope. It's like one of the world's biggest radio telescopes. The fucking view up there is insane. You go up there, you see every fucking star. You see the whole Milky Way. Like, you literally see the stripe, the Milky Way, and, like, A 100,000 times more stars than you normally see Because it's way the fuck up there It's like 10,000 feet above sea level You're literally above the clouds You drive through the clouds to get to it Because we were driving I was like, this sucks, man It's fucking cloudy we're going to get up there. We're not going to be able to see shit. And then all of a sudden, you pop up above the clouds. Yeah. And that's where the observatory is. God yeah, damn, it's beautiful. Tremendous. The fucking stars are insane. It's the best thing you could look at. It's the best view. And we deprive ourselves from it because yeah. of lights. Yeah. Even in L.A., man. Even in L.A., if they shut off all the lights, if they shut off everything, the, above you would be fucking spectacular. It's incredible. It's the most amazing thing. Like, I stood there in Hawaii looking up going... Is this here all the
2: time? Yeah. This is there all the time And we can't see it You know what We have all these stupid gay holidays Like Valentine's Day Secretary's Day Why don't they have a holiday Where everybody has to Turn off their lights And there's no electricity For the day Have a blackout Dude, give day Give me some
0: knuckles How awesome would that that's be That's the greatest idea You've ever come up with In your fucking life Get Mayor Villaragosa On the fucking bat Get phone Right out. now Get him on Dude, the fucking bat what a blackout great, But you know what If we had everybody do it Literally there would be Nothing from the horizon
2: It would be God nothing. how amazing would that be It would be insane The earth would reset It would be like Oh that's what It'd I be
1: wanted insane. <laughs> it's like if sane. you go to Vegas and you drive and you go into the mountains of Vegas, they have beautiful views in Vegas. But because all yeah. that fucking electricity all the goddamn yep. time, you don't that see that light. Shit. Those
0: lights, you don't see a goddamn thing. You look up in the Vegas night, you don't see a fucking thing.
1: Can you imagine 200 years from now, Vegas had to shut the lights from Sunday to Thursday off? You would think of that Do shit. Do you
0: remember when the Luxor had that light that shot up in the sky yeah. and it was fucking yeah. up pilots? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was you, so strong, it was fucking with
2: pilots. Did you hear uh, just the other day in LA, some guys were uh, shining a laser at helicopters? And they sh- 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 uh, shined it on a police helicopter, and man, they're getting like crazy uh, charges against them. They, they, they should. They chased them down. You got to be responsible.
0: Well, first of all, it shouldn't be so easy to buy a fucking laser that you can shoot up to the sky. Especially
2: that new one that that could fucking burn
0: you. How about the one that I got in Georgia? Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, I got one that's illegal, totally illegal. That's the only reason why I got it. The guy told me you can't even buy these, man. It's illegal. I'm like, hmm. And it yeah. burns you. But you said it's you said this?
3: It's yeah, scary. It's, it's like
0: a super powerful laser that you can like literally go to the moon with. You can yeah. point it at the moon and it'll register on some fucking, some one of those Russian things. <laughs> <laughs> one of those reflectors on the moon. Like, no bullshit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, They they you can buy these super powerful lasers. I mean, this giant, takes D-cell batteries and shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you can just buy it. Some asshole can just sell it to I know. you. I know, some asshole can you know, sit shop.
2: on top of a building and just start blinding people. Yeah. Bam, I, bam, I, bam, you're blind, you're blind, you're blind. I just,
0: just to fuck with it, I um I went outside and was uh, putting little green lights on all the neighbors' houses like seeing like like how powerful it oh, was yeah, yeah. it's
2: insane you could
0: see it all the way I mean it literally shot a straight line all the way across the valley to this house that was you know half a mile
2: away and I could see it remember those little laser oh. keychains that came out when like lasers first came out yeah. like ni- dickheads who go to the movie theater right. and yeah, fucking yeah.
0: shine them on the screen you want to kill them the, you remember that the, the comedy best...
1: store two wheels and those oh. guys used to have them those came out in Myrtle Beach when I was in Myrtle Beach <laughs> what was the name of that Russian dude that would always sell shit Every Friday, monkey bones. Monkey bones. I still yeah. have a bunch of his lighters, man. Yeah, he had lighters and those lights, boob lighters. And... I
0: just saw one the other day around here. Yeah, they were awesome. He used to have these lighters <laughs> you yeah. <that he> would <laughs> flip the top, <laughs> and these little titties would
2: light up. It was like a bikini. Is I'm he...
0: such a child.
2: Is he still around? Yeah, boy? he's he's been hanging out more at the rock bars, you know, lately, like the Roxy and stuff like that. Yeah, really?
0: Has he been? Mm-hmm. I want see. He's one of those dudes that, even though I wasn't like looking forward to seeing him when I was at the comedy store, now that I think about it, I'm like. What a cool guy. Yeah, I I always was nice
2: to that guy. I always talked to that guy. He
0: gave me his phone number. The comedy store back in the day had such a unique community in that parking lot area. You know, that parking lot area was like, like a Lego club that we would go to. It was like a hangout. You know, that was like literally half the show was the parking lot show. You put on your best shows first in the parking lot, and then... You started putting on your best shows
1: on stage. On stage, yeah. yeah. You used to fuck around a lot in the parking
0: you lot. You became you became a much better comic in the parking lot because it was like you you got loose in that parking lot and started fucking around with us and you don't have any restrictions about time or agents watching you or managers. You could just be yourself and you would fucking kill everybody in the parking lot and then you would take that and just go on stage. Go with on it. stage with the anger. but yeah. before you were like telling jokes, right? You right. were like like when you first started out, you were like telling jokes on stage, right? Like yeah, how would yeah. how would you like do like what was like a typical routine?
1: I have no fucking idea. You
0: don't remember what you talked about at all?
1: That was a long fucking time. Ago.
0: It was like you would go into a subject, but you wouldn't you wouldn't really go into go it into in a depth. subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You would,
1: would get the scratch it, front. yeah,
0: and then you would go to the next subject. That's and really cheating. wild. You never you never figured out how to get, how to get that momentum. You know, you get the momentum from going into a subject and then really exploring that subject. So, like, you take the audience on a little trip. I know that's how I feel like when I'm in the audience and I'm watching a really good comic and they start on a subject. I want them to really explore that subject. I'm like, there's a lot of shit in that subject. Let's go in there. The best guy at that, to me, when I was coming up was Richard Jenny. Richard Jenny, um, I got to see him a bunch of times. I got to see him once before I ever even did stand-up. Uh, I was just you know paying as a, a an audience member. I got to see him at Catch a Rising Star in Cambridge, and it was nice because nobody even knew who he was back then. You know, it was wasn't wasn't even packed, and I sat right on the front. And the dude would take a subject, man, and just ring that motherfucker out, ring it out. He would do a subject for like ten minutes, and then right when you thought it was over, bam, he comes up with something else and more punchlines and more. And it was like I was in awe. I was like, I don't think anybody does it like that. guy. I think that guy's one of the most underappreciated standups. Is Richard Jenny. You know, a lot of people, like, you know, they didn't give him the credit that he deserved because a lot of his premises were, like, kind of common premises, you know, like, you know, common, like, almost like um, talk show host, uh, not talk show host, but, like, you know, if you're doing a spot on Letterman, like, a lot of his premises just fit right into the standard, you know, Letterman spot. But he was so good at writing. And
1: his presence was brilliant on stage. He had something. His timing was amazing. He had something that just, you know, and uh, that's a shame.
0: He was in a, a plane with me just a couple of weeks before he, uh, he killed himself. Just uh, maybe, maybe a couple of months, something, something along those lines. But he was uh, headed to Austin. We were headed to Austin to do uh, Cap City Comedy Club. And he was headed there for a corporate gig. And I got a t- chance to talk to him a little bit and say hi to him. And, you know, I mean, it's like you wish you said more, you know. But I've never really had like long conversations with the dude. You know, but I always felt like Richard Jenny's always going to be around. You know, I always see him at the improv or whatever and say hi. And he was always friendly. So it's like, you know, you see him there and you're like, what are you doing? You going to a gig? Oh, cool. What are you doing? Oh, corporate gig? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, we're doing the comedy club. Oh, all right, man. Have fun. Cool. And that was like the conversation, you know. It's like, man, I wish I'd talked to him. You know, I wish i picked his brain.
1: I seen Bobcat yesterday at the doctor's office. Oh, yeah? Sure. How's he doing? On the way in, looks completely Fucking different. Really? Like how? Just bald? Yeah, glasses, weird glasses. And I looked at him at first, and he looked at me, and he's like, I'm like, Bobcat. Yay, Joey! He doesn't do that, though. No, he doesn't do that no more.
0: (laughs) He was a funny comic, But it was good to see him. Bobcat does not get the respect he deserves, either, because Bobcat was in those Police Academy movies, so people didn't respect him, like, as a comic. But as a comic, Bobcat was fucking hilarious Meet Bob. Do you remember that CD? Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. He that's was a, a brilliant guy, CD. I never knew
2: he was a comic, dude, because he there was, was, I was pre-internet. So I, I only saw him as annoying. I, voice
1: I,
0: he's guy. still doing it. Right. I think he's still doing it. I did work
1: bananas with him like six years ago, and really? that's what we're talking about. He's like bananas. That was a long time. Is
0: long. he still good? I mean, how's he? How's his sets no, now? I
1: think he just works for Kimmel, right? Uh, I don't know So yeah, when he, he does stand-up He just does it every now and then Yeah, every now and then We didn't even talk about
0: Dude, it Dude, really. that's, that's a shame He was really good He would
2: have benefited From the internet like crazy yes. having Having like comedy clips Or Twitter at that yeah, time Yeah, totally I mean, he was that He was a perfect fit For the internet
0: If the internet had come along Ten years earlier Wow Bobcat was a perfect fit Can you
2: imagine people's careers If Twitter and Facebook And all this shit would, Like, imagine Richard Pryor Dude, at, totally. at his prime If he had a Facebook page a Twitter page And yeah. everything All of them ridiculous.
0: Kinnison Imagine Kinnison's Twitter Oh, wow
3: it would be every day.
0: Some girl cut me off.
3: Right. You fucking are.
0: You know that would be, that would be his Twitter every day. <laughs> it would be awesome. Yeah, a lot of guys. You know, I mean, you know, back then, unfortunately, there was one avenue. There was you had to get on television. You had to get on HBO. That would be the big one. Get on one of those comedy specials. But now there's so many avenues and so it's so easy now. You know, I always think about that. Like I would have been fucked if it wasn't for the internet because I would have been always labeled as like a game show host guy like nobody would have taken my comedy seriously you know you have to you'd have to see me live you know to to know that i i was actually a comic first i just you know took fear factor for money back then if you did like something that you know wasn't cohesive for a good career like nobody forgived you you were you labeled that guy and then they moved on to the next thing you know you wouldn't you can't now because of the internet you can completely express yourself like people know exactly who you are like this this podcast You know, I mean, you can't This is like the 26th one that we've done, you know, by that, you know, people know who the fuck you are. You know, you are who you are. You're broadcasting it. Back then, man, you could fake an image. You know, you could like how many fucking gay guys were straight and they just you know got married and everything. And the Hollywood image and the studio pushed an image for them. And they had you know press people would talk to the press for you. And you had a publicist, and publicists are fucking useless now. As long as you're twittering, people know what you're really like, right? You know, look at Spencer Pratt and all these fucking people. Uh. Anybody like that, you know, they become they become popular and then they just get to talk. You could have a million publicists, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to know eventually. They're going to compile enough data. To know exactly what you really like, they're gonna know your lows and your highs. They're gonna get to make an honest judgment. You know,
2: like Google knows everything about us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about we were talking about this Apple iPhone thing? Right, the iPhone. Um, there's like some new thing where Apple's collecting and sharing iPhone users' precise locations, and this is what it is an updated version of the privacy policy. The company's added a paragraph noting that once. Users agree Apple and unspecified partners and licensees may collect and store user location data. So I I, and I see what you're saying. You're saying that it's totally anonymous Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. But you're (laughs) selling it. You're selling data. You're collecting data on me and you're selling it. Yeah, please don't.
2: Yeah, Please well, don't. There there gets to a point where everything everyone needs to make money. And well, I, Google, I get that Google, but
0: this they're making the money that they're making when you're doing stuff like this, like right. these ads, is spammers. You're making money off spammers. It's, you're making it, making money off people who are gonna find out where you are and spam the fuck yeah, out. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean probably That's what it is. I yeah. mean
0: that's what they're doing. They're trying to find out where you're at. Are you're buying things, what are you buying? What are you doing? Yeah, eventually your phone is going to be like it is in Japan too, man. Your phone's well, going to be money.
2: It's they're trying to customize just like everything. Customize uh, your shopping, uh, yeah. shopping experiences, and everything. Like we we're talking about satellite radio. Like I am a huge fan of Pandora because it kind of makes you a radio station based around what you like, right? And and it, it keeps that getting...
0: streams off your phone, no problem. Right,
2: right, yeah. I, especially the iPhone, you Bluetooth it right to my car, and it's just it's great. It's like a nonstop. Radio station, satellite radio, all based right around what you like and not and don't like.
0: Right, but what, what I was saying about the phone eventually becoming money. Uh, right. In Japan, you can buy things with your phone. Yeah. You, can, you literally, I don't know if you scan it or you send something. I don't know exactly how it works, but it's commonplace. Right. And that's going to ha- happen over here eventually. Oh, totally. And people now, are going to start hacking. Once they're it. sharing data and they know where your pre- precise locations are, mm-hmm. and you're buying things, you're going to get spam on your well, phone. Once you have the Something's going to happen.
1: On. Once you have a phone on, doesn't whoever the fuck know where you at? If yeah. but
0: my point is that if why would they be paying for it if they're not going to use it? If they're going to use it, you're going to get some bullshit. No, they it shouldn't, You shouldn't have to. to you shouldn't. They shouldn't be able to sell your fucking info unless it's benefiting. I mean, why would your precise location benefit like the company's development?
2: I guess that's something you just have to be like, well, hey, then don't use it. Just like why would they really, though, on Really, though? But that seems
0: like a douchey thing. Well, it seems that's like their, their, that's they're their maximizing service. their profit, and one of Absolutely. the ways they're doing it just is like by selling – your private information. Yeah, but well, it's hold not on your second, private guys. information.
2: You just become a number. You
1: could become a digit. Well, it, right,
0: no, but they know exactly where you are.
1: What kind of private information is it? Your bank account? I don't know. Or is it no? I think it's, precise I think locations. It, well, what I think it is is where you go every day. What your mm-hmm. what your interests are. Like if you call eight hundred fucking sex lines. So now when a sex corporation calls AT and T and says we want to buy. You know names from you of people who use sex lines. They just, well, you know what? At least AT&T's working. How many times have you gotten a call for a funeral parlor? Ain't nobody dying with me. But if somebody calls you and says you want a dick sucking, at least they're narrowing it down. Maybe that's what (laughs) they're selling. What the fuck? You follow me? Listen, if you call a gambling, let's say you go to Vegas all the fucking time from LA. What do you go to Vegas for? Either to get your dick sucked or to fucking gamble if you're a regular consumer. So maybe that's the data they're collecting. And when they Sell it out there, and you know how many times do you get calls, Joe, from people trying to sell you something? How many emails do you get? You get a lot of those uh, yeah. calls
0: where people want you to, to change banks and interest rates and shit like shit that. Shit
1: like that. So how do you think they, you know, it's stupid stuff. I don't. Yeah, think they somebody sell somebody your sells your phone number. Yeah, I don't think they sell your pen or your mother's maiden name, guys. I just think they sell your interest, what you be with. What it's very annoying
0: when someone calls my house and they have my name yes. and they ask, you know, can I speak to Joe?
2: Are you talking about home phone? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Home phones are dead, man. I, I've never, since I got rid of my home phone like five years ago, I've never had a single stray call ever. Man, I'm a little bit
0: old school. I like to have a home phone number, man. Just in case. Yeah. Just I don't want case. to just always
2: be yeah, relying on my
1: cell phone. Right. I'm a little old you, school. You ever go buy a car? And a week after you buy a car, you get an application for a credit card. What do think that happens? It yeah. just happens. I don't know. get back that bought the paper. Yeah. Of course. They, know, sold bought, your yeah, shit. they sold your shit. You know what's so, the
2: worst? It's where they take a car and put it in a mall and it's like, sign up to win this car. Right. That is just yeah. the worst thing you could possibly yeah. ever yeah. Yeah. do. Like yeah. signing
1: two weeks free at a fucking yeah. gym. Yeah. Anything like that. Anything yeah. you see, anything online that right. you give you information about, you're fucked. But I always knew they were doing. See, once 9 11 came, dog, this became more available. That was what law was passed. We lost a lot of fucking freedoms that we don't even know we had. That's why this people are freaking out, but they don't know that.
0: I don't know if it has to do with 9-11, but you're absolutely right (laughs) about executive orders that Bush passed and Cheney passed. We lost
1: a lot of freedoms, bro. So this is part of the freedoms that we were losing that people were complaining about. I and you don't know. This couldn't have happened 20 years ago. That's why you used to get called from Peely Pasta Pedic trying to sell you a fucking mattress. And you're like, what are you talking about? I don't want no mattress because your name just got sold. Well, okay, least- let me ask
0: you this. What, what do you think that, why do you think they concentrate on taking rights away? Do you think they concentrate on taking rights away because they're worried the shit is eventually going to hit the fan and then they're going to have to like, really figure out how to control people? So they're going to have to have more regulations, more ways to lock you up? I mean, why else would they be struggling to try to get more control over people? Why would they stru- be struggling to take away your r- rights and liberties, unless there's profit, or unless they can control you in some sort of a, a, a
2: time of great stress and disaster? I think that it's me- just protection of you know if you don't murder protection? anyone, yeah. If you don't How's murder that? one, you're fine. You know, I think they're just okay. Collect- that's
0: not true because the government can absolutely target people who are enemies of the government. People have taken people out of the Green Party and put them on terrorist watch lists and no-fly lists just because they protest against the war. That's fact. That's already happened. That's already done so there's it's there's no way they're doing it just to protect you they're doing it to profit they, they don't need to protect you like that if they needed to protect you like that it would it would be much more obvious it's just it, at a certain point in time it's like how much information is going to be available about I mean right now I can google Brian Reichel and find out all kinds of shit about you I can google your name I can google my name when is it going to be just instantly available to everybody not even a google you know, I mean, what the what the fuck is the Show, next thing? It is
1: available. To people. You think so? Yeah. If somebody's a sixteen-year-old computer hack that knows what the fuck he's doing, it's available to him. To guys like me, I'm a moron. I know nothing about the computer. But there's a kid right now that can press three buttons and he'll call you here with your motherfucking pen number Bro, and your phone. I, pin don't number. tell me you
0: know nothing about the computer. I saw you Twitter from your cell phone. You're a monster. Me? You ever Twitter from your cell phone?
1: Because Brian set it up for me, <laughs> I'm That's my witness right
2: there. i You, pick you know it's going to be crazy. About FaceTime, it's going to be crazy. Six six months from now, FaceTime hackers are going to bust into your phone and turn on your cameras and, and just watch view you. Whatever is going on in your room and yeah. listen to whatever you're going to listen to. Do you think that's ha- real? Uh, I totally believe. Totally. it. Totally. Will that
0: be once it hits a network or will it be while it's on 3G uh, or while it's on? Um, I don't think it matters. Right?
2: I don't think it matters. I think the government could be like, you know what? This is what we're going to do now. We're going to bust, go through AT and it's network we're going to fucking and use their FaceTime with Team. teamed could up. you
0: imagine the first fucking court case where somebody gets busted doing something
2: like that well, how phone? about
0: dudes how dudes add keystroke things to their wives computers yeah you know to find out where their wife's going meeting up with their ex-boyfriend and shit yeah. like that you always hear things like that the guy put a keystroke on a you know guys who are stalkers they want to find out what you're doing
2: yeah if you have a, a girlfriend that's a, that you want to stalk you know Here's something completely easy to do that I thought of Brian, the other day. And
0: why are you giving out stalking information? Well, no, I'm
2: just... I just you don't stalk, dude. Do you? Do you? No, stock? I, I totally don't stalk. Have stock. you ever stalked? Never stalked. Never thinking about never it, stocked. though. Never? Never. never? Even when
0: you were a young kid, never drove by a girl's house? Oh, yeah, you yeah. I drove like in. The window.
2: Window? Not, like, did anything did crazy. You did you peek at the windows? Yeah. You don't no, beat I just, I the just masturbated in the car and cried. Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. But anyways, so if, say, like, your girlfriend has an iPhone, Right. You set up that where are you now location thing on her mobile me. Oh, my goodness. And then if you just log in and you know her password, you could always check on where exactly your girlfriend or wife is. That's just wrong, dude. Don't do that. And
1: then and then you could send her messages like,
2: hey, I see you with him.
1: See, if Orange wow. Juice and, Jones and, had that option, that song would have never come out. I
2: saw you.
0: And him. And I him. flat out
1: busted you shit. The Now for a word from our sponsor. Hit it, Joe Rogan. You were uh, uh, holding in hands, hands and I, I, I never be the same. same. Boom, 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 boom. I what he saw you. I, I him. missed you so much today. I missed jail. you so much. I followed you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? He said something like that too. <laughs>
0: Please pull that up, Brian. Pull that Please, up and Brian, turn that up. You
1: have that is the greatest rap of all time. Yeah, when yeah. he's like, I followed you. Yeah. yeah. You stone cold busted. Close your mouth. He says a bunch what, of shit. What to are him. you
2: even singing? Orange
1: juice Orange Jones. Juice Jones. I saw you. Just press or is Orange it walking Juice in the Jones. Rains. He only had one song. It yeah. don't fucking matter. Orange matters. Juice Jones. Just go Orange right Orange Juice Jones. There's like one is
0: appearance it. with him on Soul Train where he are singing something that nobody remembers. That's it. But, but that I Saw You and Him Walking Through the Rain is the is shit. Is the shit. Is it's the, the, the greatest shit.
1: rap song at the end. I saw you and, and him.
0: him walking in the
1: rain. Shut your mouth. You cold, flat, busted. Yeah, I loved you so much. I followed you. Wasn't
0: it, it Silly Rabbit Tricks it for Kids? Yeah, that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> silly Rabbit Tricks it for Kids. Okay, we have it. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. The, there's a commercial before oh, that video. Do
0: this, what you, is that? Stop this! Why are they 30 seconds now? I, I tolerate your 15 second commercials. Up, if you give a me a life fucking life. 30 second commercial before I watch a YouTube clip with a dog that's barking, okay, uh, uh. some fucking 10 second video, I swear to God, I will stop buying your product. 15 second commercials is good. Stop being greedy. 30 second Microsoft Windows.
1: Go, Joey. This is old, old school, 1984. Was it 84? Was yeah, it even? Yeah, old, yeah. And him. Walking. Boom, 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 boom,
3: boom, boom, boom.
1: Oh, shit. You need a video too, because the video is ridiculous. This is what you people get in the afternoons.
0: Can you show the video? Look at that dancing. Look at that dude move. Pip style. I wonder what he's doing today. I know. We gotta look him up Arms after. Orange Juice, like Juice Jones is like In Dorchester, he's like probably doing some some nightclub an really appearance.
1: You got it perfect. You were hands and i never, never be the same. Oh yeah, people. Podcast motherfuckers. You oh shit. Sweet. Fourth of July, baby. Hit it.
0: wait until he gets mad at her when he, when he packs up all the shit and then he has a conversation with her at the end. Well, he breaks it down. Breaks it down. Let's a bitch know. Throw some strong pimp game. You can speed it
1: up, Brian. No, no, no. You don't need to. Okay. Come on, man. People can live. Dun, 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 dun. Look at him. That's a real black man right there, You know, there,
0: very few white dudes will floss with their clothes like a black guy does. You know? Very few white guys dress like that and wear fucking furs and suits and shit like that. Someone's got to come along and do that. Why doesn't some white guy start wearing, like, crazy suits and furs and shit like that? Big fucking diamonds, but sing, like, totally white-oriented music. Like John Mayer. Can you imagine if John Mayer started dressing in furs? It's... <laughs> Furs and diamonds and shit, big fat pinky rings, and a fucking cane with a, a, a dragon's head on it, a silver cane. <laughs> I mean, why not, dude? That guy has fucked every famous woman on the planet. He Boy. might as he might as well just go all out. Just go straight pimp style. Have a fucking diamond-encrusted staff. Here it is. Hey, hey baby,
3: how you doing? Come on in here. Got some hot chocolate in the stove waiting for you. This is the first things first. Let me hang up that cold. Oh shit <laughs> That's right. Now close your mouth because you cold busted Cold Busted.
0: Yes, to do hands,
3: My first impulse was to run up on you
0: to a rambo. To
3: a rambo
0: Pull out the rambo. jammy and flat blast both of you.
3: 3700 dollars licks code. I chill.
0: $3,70 in 1984.
3: Chill. Took out every dime. And then we can cancel all those credit cards. Oh my yeah. goodness, my credit cards! All your charge counts. My charge counts. I stuck it up every piece of jewelry I ever bought you. Yeah, that's right. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Check it all.
0: Fly with me. Nah, don't go, you go,
3: don't go looking in that closet. You ain't got nothing in it Everything you came here with Is packed up And waiting for you To guess what right. That's right What was you thinking about Huh What are you trying to prove Huh This little juice i gave you silk suits Gucci handbags Blue diamonds I gave you things You couldn't even pronounce <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you Nothing but advice
0: Nah no, I can't no. give you Nothing but advice
3: That's right You are still young I hope you learned A valuable lesson From all
0: this Look oh, she's on the street you know? now
3: Go find somebody Like me one Look at that. day
0: cars driving by
3: you know what
1: you
3: silly rabbit tricks of the kids without the milk without me let's without the milk
0: you just squirrel trying to get a nut. It's my word.
2: God, I forgot all about that. That, that was beautiful. Buckford, yeah. beautiful. That was though. amazing. Damn. Beautiful. That. Half that song was like R. Kelly. Oh, beautiful. Uh, wow, that's the original R. Kelly. Yeah,
0: he's the original R. Kelly. Except, Except R. Kelly's much more ridiculous. This guy
1: didn't have the internet. See, they would have showed him pissing on people. R. Kelly's is so
0: much more ridiculous. R. Kelly's the best. That but video still, that the, you guys
1: genius. sent me was fucking amazing. Yeah, when he's it. yelling out, saying shit on you the know, phone. You know
0: what is it about black Black culture where the black guy never loses? In black culture, and like not all, obviously, but in shit like this, like these kind of songs, and like the R. Kelly type songs, or like Superfly movies or something like that. There's something about never losing. You know, you can't get me. I already planned this out. <laughs> it's like something about being clever. Like, have you ever listened to the Superfly? You ever watched Superfly? The best. One of the man. greatest black exploitation movies the end ever. The last but the scene. end is so Brilliant. fucking dumb. I took oh. out a hit on you.
1: So if anything happens to me, you're dead.
0: Like, damn, he got him. He got the man. He
1: planned in advance. There's something him in the face of a garbage can and <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, it's so ridiculous, man! Those old black exploitation movies were awesome, but there's something about that—you know—the suppressed culture that just wants to win no matter what. You know, I don't think white people will ever understand that. You'll never understand, never understand what that's like to be an orange juice Jones. I mean, it's, that's, why, <laughs> that's why white people can't wear those lynx yeah. coats. You know, who's that kid in Miami? There's that one kid who's like a beat maker. He's made a bunch of beats for like really famous hip hop artists. And uh, he made millions of dollars. But then he wound up blowing it all on cocaine. There's a big article about him. And I think it was Esquire. Esquire or GQ. Big article about him recently. No idea. Some famous beat guy. I'm sure if you go look on Where's
2: Orange Juice Jones now? Did he die? He's in
0: Dorchester, bro. Can you imagine oh, like, God. if he
2: just like, works at a grocery store now, and he, but he still goes, I'm Orange Juice Jones, Jones, and I recommend this orange juice. Yeah, pe- yeah, people
1: got <laughs> oh, like he no. uses it. To... I wonder if he has. <laughs> Let's <up>. Google. Google <laughs> orange, juice orange Juice Jones. Juice. Where is
0: he today? Yeah, orange I bet juice. he's got a website and a community. Hey, check my Twitter. I-, I told juice you, woman. Jones. Scott Storch, thank you very much. A-Y-K-O-7. Oh, another guy got it get Doodle. down. I mobile
2: meet you. I take your
1: iPhone. Oh, I found out shit. where you is.
0: Yeah, I, I miss you so much, I followed you. Ooh. Silly rabbit.
1: See, in those it's days, it really wasn't following. It wasn't even stalking He us. Yeah, you were allowed like, to.
0: It well, you had to because you couldn't just text somebody and say, where are you, bitch? Yeah, nah, nah. Those days, man, guys must okay. have just w- had extra families uh-huh. all, all over is. the Our place. Phone. All right, I found him.
2: Where is he? Alex... After Jones failed to have significant follow-up success, he left the music industry to tend to his terminally ill mother and raise a family. Oh, he helps no, I his son like Orin II, not Orin One, Orin Two, better known as Mookie, with his rap career. In addition to producing and scoring music for commercials and independent movies, Jones also contributes to a number of hip-hop blogs, including Houston's, JustFlippin.com or Global Grind.
0: <laughs> that's it. Wow. Well now we know about Orange Juice Jones. Oh, that's He's it, fucking it. out there in the community. That's right. Keeping shit popping.
2: He <laughs> should have done stand up comedy if he re- wrote those lyrics, you know? Because that sounds like pretty pretty I funny.
0: He would have to be funny on purpose. No, that's, that wasn't funny, on, funny purpose. on purpose. But it seemed
2: kinda humorous. No,
0: no. I don't think so. Humorous in like, yeah, got you. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> <I know. your> <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> level type of way. Yeah, you know what what you're what you're laughing at is not he doesn't understand what you're laughing
1: at. You're laughing at it because it's ridiculous. If you no. laugh, he would even look at you and go, "What the I fuck? You-, are you laughing at when I'm talking to my woman? Fine clothes, Gucci's, co- diamonds, thirty-seven hundred
0: dollars coat. Link's oh, coat. See, that's just Shit. brilliant. That's it poetry. Is. It is, but you have to really mean it in order for it to be poetry. If you're just pretending, like you know, there, there was that black exploitation uh, parody that came out recently with Michael John White. I didn't hear anything about it. But I, I, didn't, I didn't have a desire to see it because they were trying to pretend. They were pr- making a fake movie. Like they were doing it on purpose. Like they were acting a ridiculous on purpose. It's only funny if you're acting ridiculous and you think it's cool. It's not funny if you're trying to be funny acting ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's okay. But it's never as funny as someone who really, you know, I saw you. Sit down, baby. You know, it's not, unless it's way more funny when he's re- like R. Kelly. Like, that's that's the genius of the R. Kelly video is that that guy really thinks that way.
1: I guarantee why Orange Juice Joe's went into the studio and started saying that. Like, people in the studio were like, the Yo, what oh, is geez. he doing? Man, I know what I'm doing. All right. <laughs> Let me just lay this shit down on this bitch. All right. <laughs> and they were like, Bro, it ain't going to work. Watch my shit. And he just said it and he goes, That's it, it's staying. They argued for a little while. I wonder when people break up with Orange Juice Jones are like,
2: What are you gonna do? Walk in the rain? You're fucking retarded. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> you know, like what are you, write a song about me, asshole. Yeah.
0: Move on with your life. <laughs> Keep you, me out of your shitty fucking CDs. <laughs> I
2: saw
0: you. you walking in the rain. Have you ever had a girl tell you to not talk about her in your act? No. Nah, Did you see that thing that Stanhope wrote about uh, Bobby Barnett? You know he's got that joke about this chick Bobby Barnett that fucked him. That's like way too hot to fuck him, but she fucked him. And you know he's like, you can't take that back. A thousand Repo Men can't take that back, Bobby Barnett. You fucked me. And he put it in his uh, taking to take the edge off. It was like his closing bit. Well, apparently this chick contacted him. It's on if you go to dougstanhope.com. It's on his website. It's one of his blogs. This chick contacted him. You know it's like, you sick fuck. I'm a born again Christian now and all this. <laughs> And so he wrote this fucking, a new, basically a new bit explaining, you fuck me, and you can't take that back. Like he redid the bit, like even funnier, in a blog, you know, talking about times and things that have happened. And what, you know, I always wondered what you were, you know, what you're up to these days. The where are you now, you know, screen that plays in my mind. Very funny, man. Very funny shit. You never had a chick tell you not to talk about her in your act? I had one check get mad because uh, she... 99.9% positive cheated on me. She went away and she went on vacation and she got fucking rug burn on her back. She went to Florida to visit her cousin. Her cousin's a whore, okay? She went to visit her cousin in Florida. She, she had fucking rug burn on her back. And I had my hand on her back and I felt something. And I pulled up her skirt, I turned around, I looked at her and I go, I go, what the fuck is on your back? And she goes, I was drinking. Oh, I was drinking and I was leaning against this thing and there was like a nail on it. I go, there's a nail. I go, a nail did that? I go, you didn't feel the nail? You just kept rubbing your back back and forth (laughs) on the nail. I go, that's not carpet brand? What are you saying? What are you saying? I'm saying somebody fucked you. No. No. I go, okay. You're saying that no no one fucked you? 'Cause no, it's not carpet burn. It's I told you, I was drinking, I don't know what I was doing, and I was like leaning against this thing. It was like, <laughs> I was like, This crazy lion bitch, it was like the dumbest lie ever. Like this dumb whore didn't even know that she had this fucking scab on her back right. from getting fucked so hard, probably in the dirt somewhere. Right. Crazy bitch. She was probably on a construction site. On a fucking <laughs> asphalt <was> <laughs> parking lot. <It> probably <laughs> broken glass. Construction this, like, site. I was young, I was like twenty one. Oh. <clears throat> twenty one or twenty two. Um, I think. Maybe I might have been a little older. Um but it was ridiculous But I'd already cheated on her So I didn't care She was like It was a bad relationship I didn't enjoy it It wasn't a fun one But I, She came to She came to the comedy show That night With me You know After she got back Alright get your clothes on This and that and we went And we left I don't even remember If I fucked her Probably not Because I was probably Grossed out but I took her to my comedy show. She wanted to come with me, and she was planning on it. So I got on stage and immediately go into the whole fucking story about my girlfriend going to uh, you know spring break and coming back with rug burn. And I had you know like what you know I had like a what's worse, and then I I put that one out. Like, how would you react to that one? And then I tell the whole story. She was fucking furious. She was so mad. She's like, if you don't fucking believe me, I go. I believe you. But it's funny. It's just a joke. I'm just making. I'm just pretending that you really did fuck somebody on stage. The
2: best thing about <laughs> Facebook, the best bit, pop, thing about Facebook is finding your old babysitter. You know, oh my and God. like uh, I remember, this babysitter was just fucking hot, and she's still pretty hot. You know, now she's divorced, did she touch you? have a kid. She never touched me, but what she let me do is she let me put my, uh, my head in her crotch, like like sleep. In her crotch, you know what I mean? And then, like, I would move my head around, and she would, like, kind of, like, you know, Grind squeeze my head. Yeah. Oh, my And, and God. it was, I just remember it was so fucking good. How old were you? I'd probably say eleven, ten. 10. a okay. sniff okay. a pussy. Give like,
0: huh? a pussy. He was giving her a fucking forehead job, and, and then and then yeah, uh, it was a sniff a monkey. And then the shorts.
2: I, I remember she would just have the blanket over her and like be watching TV, and I'd be like underneath the blanket just just doing oh whatever I wanted to. Oh my god! And then uh, like there was this one time I remember it was like the best feeling in the world. I remember I climbed up, put my hands on both sides of her tits, and just just laid on top of her. So and she great. let you
0: do that? Oh
2: Yeah, it was great. So anyways, I, I found okay, her on Facebook. That
0: chick is crazy. No. She's a fucking child molester. So You're I fa-
2: 10 years old. And I she's sa- making you eat her box. Dude, so she's fucking f- hot. It doesn't matter. It's like your bit. It, I <laughs> fucking loved it. It was the greatest thing in the whole okay. entire what world. What do you
0: think it is? Do you think that she's just a total attention whore and she just couldn't I help think anybody she was, touch
2: her? I think she was probably 16 or 18 and she was just like, okay, this is great. Wow. But anyways, I found her on Facebook and she's still kind of hot. And she's divorced. So I said, hey, How we should get drinks sometime. Wouldn't drink sometime cool <laughs>
1: where she live now huh where she live
2: uh well you i shouldn't live say yeah.
0: delaware <laughs> 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 you've been to delaware i've been to maryland Holy
2: so shit. you you are you planning on trying to bang this chick no but i think that would be kind of hot to bang her to bang you the, the you know we Your started something sale, f- 30 years ago ah! <laughs> that would be Ew. the longest relationship i've ever had so
0: she would only be like five years older than you so she'd be like 40 you think yeah, so something like that. So 40. So it's probably still lubing up itself. Yeah. Still still works. Just
2: do it once. Get out of it, in and out. See what it's all about. What if you but got her pregnant? You got her pregnant, and then we both you molested our girl, world. child.
0: No. <laughs> God, I'm that's just kidding. not funny. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: See, you just did what we were talking about earlier. Don't.
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> that that was shocking. completely. Yeah, I know. How
0: rude. I need to self evaluate. Mm. What if she like fell in love with you? Dude, like, what if she's always I been in love with me? I don't know why I did that when you were eleven, but now I do know. I know we were meant to be. I know, Brian. Oh. It's so hot. How gross is the when, when someone says we were meant to be together and you just want to get the fuck away from them? I'm like <clears> we we were meant to be together. You can't see that. And you're like, oh my god. Do you know how much you annoy me? Do you, want, you know how much I can't wait to get the fuck away from you? And you tell me we're meant to be together. Some people just want someone, they they get so poisoned by music and songs and stories that they want it to work out the way it does in the movies. They want it to be like that. They want it to be some special person in their life. So even if it's not a special connection that you have with some person, they like pretend it is because that's what they've always wanted. They want to be in a fucking Sandra Bullock movie, right? Mm
2: -hmm. It's
0: tough action, man.
2: I can't stop thinking about my babysitter's tits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Did you ever play doctor or do any of that creepy shit when you were a child?
0: I had a 21-year-old chick that used to grab my dick when I was 13. Mm. I didn't actually fuck her, but she would make out with me. I would tongue kiss her, Mm. and she would grab my dick. Wow. I was tr- I was gonna fuck her, but I told I couldn't get it up. I was like totally paranoid and panicked, and I was like I couldn't. I didn't know exactly what was going on. Like I had never even orgasmed before. I'd never masturbated before. Nothing. Right. So I went from nothing to this woman. She was twenty one. She had tits and an ass, and she was and she had a-, a boyfriend who was a construction worker, who was this fucking big manly dude with hairy chest, and he would be doing his fucking construction work bare chested, like in the neighborhood. What? And I was like, this was her boyfriend, and this bitch was a. Right. Apparently, anybody could fuck her. All you had to do was ask. Oh, that's nice. And she would just let the whole neighborhood just fuck her. You know, she was just completely insane. And she had me come over when I was like 13. And I was like, there's no way this is really going to happen. Wow. She's fucking 21. I'm 13. How is she even living at home? All these thoughts are going through my right. head, right? Next thing you know, she's grabbing my dick and she's sucking my tongue. And wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. I'm like, this crazy bitch wants to fuck me and I'm 13. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. There's a lot of those chicks out there, <clears throat> man.
2: I used to take, me and my friend would take uh, the, all the neighborhood girls, uh, and there was like four of them. And would line them up and make them all take off their pants, and then would stick like pencils in them and smell them. And and, like, oh. and and my friend was like, he was he was more.
0: <laughs> you put pencils in their pussies? Yeah,
2: and would do things like that. Like it was like playing doctor or something dude, like that. You're yeah, fucking you crazy.
0: You know how many you know, girls you must have given yeast infections and shit? Oh, dude, pencils, totally. in pencils in your pussy?
1: Lead poisoning. What the fuck? Neighborhood? Yeah. Did you grow fucking up? The dude? fucking sexiest <laughs> neighborhood <laughs> Holy in the whole. shit! En- <laughs> it was the
2: sexiest neighborhood in the whole entire world. A pencil up sexiest, <laughs> pencils up your. Pencils up your snatch. I
1: fuck my cousin once. Was. She wasn't really Oh, She was like, a, you know when your parents are tight with somebody? Right, right, right. A that fake, type of fake stuff. Cousin. And I found her on Facebook, too. And then when she didn't reply back to me, I started thinking about all those times. And I used to give her a stab. And when I was like 11 and she was like 9, I would feel her stomach the next moment to see if she was pregnant. I was fucking you retarded. You were banging her when you were 11? I, I would go down to Miami for the summers. And, and you were
0: banging her? her?
1: Well, banger you put your dick in your ass and you pump like a cat you know what I'm saying it's so a, you
0: didn't actually get it in there
1: who knew At that, age? you
0: started okay. sex at 11? You like real sex?
1: 11 real sex then I had <laughs> real sex then I had and then I had another girl <laughs> real sex that had hair on a pussy Whoa. she lived in the Bronx and I would go up there to spend it with her and her family on the weekends and I'd give her a little fucking malook
0: the girl that I uh, told you that had the bunch of abortions, that was also I was very young. By the time I got older, she had all the abortions. But when I was young, I, I dated her, and this girl, you, all you had to do is touch her tits, just touch them, and she would start freaking out and go like this. <laughs>
3: <sighs> ah. <sighs> ah.
0: I I don't know nice. what it was. Like I, and I and I thought that like that would happen with other girls too. And you touch their tits, and they're like, yeah. Okay, you're touching my tits. Come on, let's keep right, going. Right. You know, but it wasn't the same effect. I'm like, Are your tits broken? Like what's I'm grabbing your tit. Why aren't you freaking out? Right. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> good. It's fun. she would she would like go into like spasms like, oh, 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 oh just That's touching your awesome. tits.
2: Catholic school.
0: That's what that shit was.
2: I would get new babysitters and I thought they were all the same. So like I would get a new one and she'd walk in and I was smack her in the ass. She'd be like, what, are, what is that?
0: <laughs> that happened to me <laughs> with the girl who molested me when, when I was twenty. When she was uh, 21 and I was 13. I started playing with real girls after that, like my age. Right. And when they're my age, you know, I'm like trying to try to grab their ass or something. They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I thought we were going to do it. Boys and girls do. Right. Isn't this what... You you know, they didn't want nothing to do with it. They're like, you can't just jump right in a finger in me, you crazy asshole. Right. That's the problem with uh, any early sexual experience if you're having a sexual experience with someone who's older than you like you're just jumping right into the pool so all the all your contemporaries you know like everyone's going to go through this like trial and error process it's normally you know 15 year olds and 16 year olds and whatever they just start playing with each other and then they start but they're doing it all together you just hop right into someone sucking your dick some crazy bitch that fucks everybody on the block And you're like what so this is what we do we just start fucking right and we go from nothing to hanging out with this whore
2: it funny, the first girl I ever tongue kissed, uh, I found on Facebook recently, and uh, she is the biggest white piece of trash ever, wow. and she's got like 100 kids, and she lives in Florida, and we found a video of her, and she's like, oh, I don't know who's talking about Snoop Dogg, but I don't, bleh. like, it was, and she was oh fat, God. and it was like this dream girl that I think about all the time in my head, like, <sighs> frozen in my head, and now I see her, and I'm like, oh my God, that is so awful. <laughs>
0: It's funny when you look back on the, the, you know, the different types of people that you kind of experiment with when you first start dating. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, and you don't even know what the fuck you like, and all of a sudden you catch yourself out with some chick who's just completely nuts.
1: Yeah. Think about how many fucking nutty bitches you dated in your life, Joey Diaz. One that showed up at Rascals Down the Shore. Oh. In between shows, and she weighed 400 pounds. It looks like she had air tanks. She called Rascals the night before yeah, Joey, you don't remember me from the sixth grade? Yeah, Marjorie, oh, fuck yeah, come on down. That bitch showed up. That bitch was 480, oh my tipping God. the scales at a nickel, and you should have seen me backpedaling. Because oh on the phone, God. I was like, yeah, I'm going to suck your fucking oh, shit. Oh, no, you were saying that? Yeah, oh, come down. I can't wait to fuck oh, you and all this shit. She didn't tell We should have fucked 10 years ago, but she threw the, when she showed And, and oh here's the funny God. thing, that the black door guy came to get me. He's like, dog, there's a fine bitch waiting for you at the door. But to a blank dude, Marguerite, <laughs> you know, 480, blonde with a fucking Cadillac, he went bananas. That's hilarious. That's, bananas. And I went out, and I was like, Rascals Down the Shore, off Route 34, Yeah. down the block from that crazy strip club where they have no air conditioning. Yeah. You know, what's the name of that place? I forget this. That, oh, all oh, that shit's gone. Rascals man. Down the Shore was the shit. Rascals Down the Shore was the shit. No, those
0: were totally different animals than the Rascals in West Orange. Yes. Totally different human beings. Yes. Rascals West Orange is like a lot of cool people, normal people that worked in the city and commuted. And lived in Jersey And you know It was a a nice neighborhood Rascals down the shore Were fucking savages They were barbarians They're a totally Different crowd right The shore are savages They are The Jersey shore It's funny We knew about that A long time ago But now the whole world Knows about that Those You ever do those Bob Gonzo gigs down oh, Jersey please. Shore? Yeah. Can we do
1: any of his gigs? He does. A, he has a <laughs> bunch of them left, too. He just contacted me on Facebook. Did Say he? hello. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, he's booking a few rooms. I was thinking <clears throat> about going to Jersey and doing it. Uh, he does uh, Asbury Park or something. Oh. He's got like six rooms. Those, I Those are were great rooms. Do. Yeah, in the <clears throat>
0: summer. I did a bunch of his gigs. Fuck yeah. I did all I did a TV show for him. I did one where he had there's a guy named Uncle Something or another. Uncle Floyd. You know who Uncle Floyd? Uncle is?
1: Floyd's comedy something.
0: Uncle Floyd was at this guy had like puppets and shit and he apparently had a TV show that was like really popular in Jersey. I
1: and, did that show. Yeah, and
0: Uncle Floyd That's, would do stand up and yes. I didn't know who the fuck he was. And this Uncle Floyd goes up. And fucking levels the place. And I can't believe this. I can't believe what I'm watching. It, But to them, it's like nostalgia. You know, like they're loving it. They're going crazy. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea this guy was popular. So I had to follow Uncle Floyd and I was eating dick, eating dick on stage, following Uncle Floyd. Nobody wanted to hear me. You know, like they had just heard this guy who was like really famous, you know? And I had no idea.
1: Where'd you shoot this at?
0: It wasn't yeah. a shot. This wasn't a TV show. This was just. Doing stand-up.
1: Right, in Jersey. Yeah. It wasn't shooting. No, no, but it was right on 68th. It was right over the bridge. (laughs) I don't even remember. It was a place that was on the beach. It was a place. Oh, no, no, no.
0: It was was a a a place that was actually on the beach. It was like an outdoor little venue, and it probably sat like maybe a few hundred people. Maybe two, three hundred. I don't remember. My, my memory's real shaky from this time. But I remember this guy went up and I'd never heard of him. But they went nuts when he went on stage. And I was like, wow. And then they told me, oh, this is a local New Jersey television show. It was like really popular. And I'm like, whoa. But it was like really clean, too. So after that, that's the worst thing you want. Is someone killing when they're clean. And then you go on after them dirty. Oh, <laughs> you, especially me. if nobody knows you. You just feel like such a sack of shit.
2: There's a really great topic uh, that I started on your forums that just has been becoming popular again in the last two days, and I don't know if you've ever read it. It's called The Story of Haley Riley, and uh, I just retweeted it on my Twitter at RedBand. But it's uh, about this girl that I used to be really good friends with that I met met on the Internet. And every time I, was, uh, I would talk to her on the phone, she would send me pictures. She was fucking gorgeous. And one time in Arizona, she, we were talking, and she wanted to meet me, but uh, she, she acted really weird and wouldn't come see me and stuff like that. And she said she has a secret or something like that. Whatever. It was kind of fucking weird. So I stopped kind of talking to her after that because it was kind of creepy. Anyways, uh, I uh, lately got an email from a guy, and he goes, you know, he's asking me if I knew that knew her and what I thought about her and stuff like that. And there's this long email and there's this whole backstory of this thing on your forums on. So check it out. But, uh, Mm. turns out this girl was just like a huge, crazy fat girl, you know, and she just made up uh, a fake personality, a fake name. She stole somebody's identity, like took all their photos from like a MySpace or a Facebook. And she's been doing this for about 10 years. And, And, uh, this guy flew down, got a hotel, fucking <laughs> spent all this money, then met the girl, and she was completely different from what she is, and oh my And God. now there's photos of what the per- real person looks so like. So this
0: guy took this photo and took like the whole story and made like an article about it? No,
2: he, me and him just emailed back and forth. He started sharing photos. We started talking. I had the whole How thing- How did
0: later. he know that you knew about her?
2: Because uh, I think back in the day, I, uh, somewhere like in Live Journal or something like that, uh, I had my old website on there connected to her somehow and he was just Asking if I ever knew her, if I still talked to her, and he was just How trying to know that
0: he wasn't some fat guy pretending to be some guy because she's
2: she, totally. But she she sent me like he started sending me like photos, and we figured it out and everything out, and I tried to confront Haley, and, and you know she wouldn't respond. Anyways, that was two years ago, right? And now there's, and the, the, there's a new the victim. Thread
0: on the message board is called what?
2: It's called the story of Haley Riley, and it's on the front page of the H-A-L-E-Y. message. H a l e y h a i l e y last name is R-E-I-L-E-Y okay. And it's on my Twitter If you
0: Twitter. go to forum.joerogan.net It's in the Shit Talking
2: 101 yeah. forum Yeah, I posted it on my Twitter too, Red Band. Wow, that's but,
0: interesting Could but, you imagine being
2: that person? That's yeah. gotta be a weird fantasy world Some new guy though is emailing me like, it just How is that different
0: again? than playing The Sims? How's that different than playing World of Warcraft? And what's the point? She's playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. What's the point? She's she pretending. Look, you're not a fucking wizard, okay? And I know. She's not a hot chick, but she's pretending, and she's having a good goddamn time. Mm-hmm. She's running around just scamming dudes and getting them to fly in and visit her, and she's she's probably crazy.
2: So weird, though, because your, <laughs> your forum members have been saying, oh, I got the same thing happened to me. Oh, wow. And there's like three different side stories now completely of the same topic. Wow,
0: that's kind of cool. I'm, yeah. I, I think it's kind of interesting, Yeah. You know? Crazy. I mean, she's not hurting anybody. She's not asking for money. She's Except not, for the
2: guy that's uh, flying out and spending money on broken oh, promises. Yeah. And you know what? If you well, play that fucking game,
1: yeah. you should get busted anyway. Yeah. Did I ever tell you this is really this is a crazy yeah. story? That you're, yeah, you're supposed to fly her out. So, I, yeah, you're supposed to fly her out. He played ticket. He's a fucking stiff anyway. I totally yeah, made
0: a bad move. Rook takes pawn.
2: I totally forgot about a story that I've never told you, and I, it's the only time I've ever fucked a fat chick. Uh, same thing happened. The to only me. time. Yeah, only time. Like you've a real, fucked one fat chick. Like a real one. You know, not like a, like a little chunky. I'm I talking about like fat a fat chick. chick. I don't
1: like fat chicks. <laughs> it was w- <laughs> they make me fucking nervous. It was when <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't even like when they're around giggling and shit. <sighs> I'm even scared to hug them.
2: It, when AOL first came out, they used to have profiles, kind of like Facebook back in the days, and you would chat right, to people right, and right. stuff like that. This girl had a fake. Uh, all these fake photos of actually it wasn't fake it was when she lost a lot of weight or something like that and then she gained back maybe 100 pounds or something oh. and uh, she wanted to get laid she lived near me we used to private chat all the time uh, so I was like one day I got really horny and I was like fuck you know what let's meet and I'll pick you up come back to my place drink and, and fuck and she's like oh yeah let's do it so anyways I come to oh. her, soror- her sorority house I come there and I'm like uh, I see this big group of girls and I see this this hot girl and I'm like oh there she is and then that that whole girl got blocked like an eclipse of this fat girl that came into my vision like and I like, stepped in front of the girl and it was her. And she was like a blonde chick probably about 180 maybe or 200 maybe. I mean, she was wow. big. And, How tall? Uh, like 5'4". Five, five, <sighs> uh, it was big but her face was cute type thing. And I was so, like I remember driving back to my place I'm like, this <sighs> is bullshit. What do I do? Do I just stop the car? Do I, why do I even let her in the car? So anyways, I got drunk and I fucked her. And then I took her right home and I... <sighs> Deleted her I've Uh, never talked to her again But you know what It was some of the best It was some of the best Pussy ever though (laughs) It was (laughs) so
1: fucking juicy There's a chick At Weight Watchers now That's got about (laughs) 5'9 She's about 190 Yeah This bitch is banging And I feel like Going up to her I feel like going up to her And going What the fuck You want to lose weight for Look at that ass You know Look at that fucking Monster of a monster That you have She's in there counting points. It's a waste of fucking time. This chick's pretty hot,
0: man. Some dudes love a thick girl. Some, some dudes just love it. They do not like fit it, girls. It Dog, good. You
1: go to that fucking Russian weed store on Sunset Across from Rock and Roll Rouse, and you look at that behemoth of a chick, and you come out and tell me <laughs> you th- that you wouldn't fuck this chick to death. How to big is she? Girl. She's hotter than hot. And this bitch, everybody who goes in there walks out of there mummified because you can't believe you want to fuck little milkshake. And
0: how fat? 50 pounds overweight?
1: Yep, Big fat tits big nipples. <laughs> Russian Her name is Natasha uh, And she's got something big blue dirty eyes Dirty about Russian bras Bro bros. but this mm-hmm. chick Just throws heat From the fucking
0: What is it about Russian bros? It's like a hardness Yeah That's like extra dirty But you don't want to go to sleep you With
1: a fucking scar Where your is. <laughs> no, there's
0: something hot you know, this about chick that is really They need fucking, to be
1: taught a lesson You know yeah. I've waited online I've seen how the guys Look at the guys With chicks Guys are the handsome guys Check her out Like You know, man, I would fuck Just tell she's dirty. But you could tell she's hot. She's young, 22.
0: 22 and big. Catch her now. Catch her now before it all goes south. But she
1: looks like one of those girls that's just big bone, but she'll take you for the ride of her fucking life. That ass is good when you're eating that ass from behind and shit. <laughs> and now, for a word Wait from a his sponsor. 60 pounds overweight and you're eating her ass? 50. Hey, bro, sometimes that ass is good. They're eating cake and oh. shit. They're, in, they're eating cake and Carvel and Dairy Queen. That ass is good. Mm. It's yummy for your tummy. I've never been a... You know what? I've never fucked a chick fat when I was drunk or nothing like that. But I think I had, like, a girlfriend once. I was a little on the heavy side. I'd give her a stab.
0: When you're doing that, it's going off in the headphones. The, um... The the, the fattest girl I ever fucked was probably about one seventy. About 160. What do you do? You guys weigh them before you bring them in? You guys take them around and weigh. Well, I was probably I? about one seventy at the time. So That's how you know. I looked at it. I'm like, "Bitch, weighs about what I weigh." Because yeah. she's like shorter than me, but thick. It's, it's unfortunate, you know. It's a very sad thing when you see a, a girl who like could be so hot, but yeah. she's just got some weird food thing going on. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's it in her
1: DNA to be thick. Um, um, this mother, girl would go, would go back and forth. There's a difference between a thick chick and a fat chick. There's a big difference. Big difference. But this girl would like to. Thick. She
0: would She would have these weird eating things. she go on this weird eating. Like
1: Beyonce. She's thick. You yes. can tell a, a, a white burger yeah. castle could fuck the world up. <clears throat> could get her a little. She could, could, yeah. She goes on Yeah, but right now she's, she's, oh, right now she's perfect. She's perfect. You know
0: what it is? She's got that one foot up in the air and she's balancing. But as long as she's balancing,
3: God damn
0: yeah, that's that's the perfect shape, like Beyonce body. Yeah, she's. she's that's like what that. dudes like. Who you know who likes? Uh, I don't get that whole skinny obsession. The the girls in Hollywood with this fucking the, the, the stick figure body. What is that? Is that girls doing it for girls? What it, what it, what is that? It's really, the fashion oh, it's industry. Sheep is that what it is? It's totally the fashion, fashion industry. It's is the magazine sheep, industry? It's yeah. all yeah. That. that. they look better in those kind of clothes? Yeah, but they don't realize they don't. They don't look better to us. Right, it's getting hot in this motherfucker. Hot in here. <laughs> My did whole air time conditioning you, unit the last has crashed.
1: Give a, a skinny, skinny, skinny girl a good stabbing. Was that pussy good or were you hitting uteruses and bones and shit? <laughs> Cartilage. And a little pussy small. Ligaments. Tendons. And they always tendons. got that big bone in front of the, the noodle. Oh, like that mountain. The noodle. They're so skinny. So oh. Sometimes you're eating a noodle and you bang like a fucking. It's like somebody hits you in the fucking teeth. Because like, <laughs> that fucking b- bone is right there. I want a woman with some fucking meat down there, dog. Tell me the truth. Seriously. You
0: should start a website what? showing your balls dropping as you're losing weight. Showing what your balls look like. People don't want to see that. No. They do want this to see. Just, that. I was
1: just discussing this with you because I know you have a, <laughs> a certain interest in my balls. You know, that's I'm on why the new it homeless has an investment on my balls. I'm why? on
2: the new homeless diet. I'm wa- I'm trying to lose 35 pounds, and I'm not shaving till I do because I fucking hate facial hair so much. Right. So it's making me want to fucking do it quick. And I've, I've
0: never f- met anybody like you who goes so far down, you lose all the
2: weight, and then you gain it right back. Yeah.
0: As soon as you start dating a chick.
2: Well, it's because like, we go out to eat so fucking much. I haven't dated someone that likes to cook. You know? It seems like I date all is these... Is that what it is? Yeah, is it totally it
0: so it it's, oh, it's a food thing. It's, it's a fu- it's, food... I
2: eat out every night. Do you get, just get crazy and just gorge? No, I just... You know, it's just, it's just normal. I just... I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but I've lost 14 pounds in a but week and a half. But you like
0: being skinny. Right? Huh? You get to be skinny, you like yeah. it, right? Yeah, my metabolism's
2: just... jacked, man.
0: Why don't you just start working out hard? Just just I one do. hour. Make one hour like weightlifting. Yeah. When you weightlift, man, you burn off so many calories. Just You don't have to like lift heavy. Just get like 25 pound dumbbells and do I like, get a, a bunch kettlebell. of cleans. And kettlebells are great. Yeah, I want to get a kettlebell. 25 you know, pound kettlebell is all you need, dude. I do this one crazy cardio workout. It's a DVD that I do with just one 35 pound kettlebell. It seems like how, how's that even going to get you tired? Right. Dude, it gets your heart is flying it's, Your heart's like 186, 190 beats a minute and, like, and it takes forever to recover It's fucking hard, man It's a brutal, brutal workout One little kettlebell Just moving your whole body Making your whole body work You do something like that, dude You can eat whatever the fuck you want
2: you know what's crazy is that resveratrol or whatever I've yeah. been taking for the last three weeks. That shit has destroyed my uh, appetite. Like really? I, I get full so fast now, or, in, or I don't even feel hungry. Were and you
0: sure that's resveratrol? Or, I mean, it you're going seems through like a it. bunch of different
2: changes in your personal Absol- life. Absolutely, I but absolutely. Yeah. But that was one of the things my dad told me that it did for him. So it I'm like, oh, appetite? really? Yeah. But now it's like I really have a hard time trying to eat right now. It's what? ridiculous. Like, I would be halfway oh, through a dude. salad, and I'd be like, oh, right shit. Right after
0: we're going, we're going with Joey Diaz. Like a pussy makes you Italian. brave. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> the
0: Italian uh, deli. The oh, place nice. with the sausage and
1: pepper subs. <gasps> oh, shit. Like a pussy make you brave, dog. It makes dieting easy. Like a pussy. You're
0: hanging on to Bill Burr's comb like it's your Oh, Ew, beer. why are you touching that? It's There's white comb. things in it. <laughs> Bill Burr is so old school, he carries a comb in his pocket. Show it to the camera, Joey. Bill Burr, show that comb to the camera. Yeah, man. man. Oh yeah. Oh, you got it. Bill Burr is so old school; he carries a comb in his pocket. And when he money was it. here, he left it. So we're just gonna leave it here out of respect. Yeah. Till Bill Burr returns, we're just gonna leave it on his spot. That's his seat.
2: I won't let anybody. Hey, take Joey, it. smell it and tell me what it smells like. Fuck that shit. It smells like redhead. Smells so like red little nubbies and shit. <laughs> did you guys hear about that Foxcom shit? That company that's the uh, uh, we talked about it several times in the past.
0: This is the company that they make iPhones, and their employees are killing themselves and shit.
2: Right. Well, they put up uh, suicide nets now, so uh, thank God that uh, if can you imagine just being somebody that's like, hey, I'm gonna get a job at Foxconn, you know, and then you're like like touring the job during your job interview, and they're like, you're like, what's that? And they're like, oh, that's the suicide net. Why would you be like, oh fuck, I don't think I want to work here. Suicide <laughs> nets are the shit. <laughs> can you can you ma-
0: just commit suicide, but. You get a free pass, yeah. you get a Free shot. Imagine you jump. You're like, "Fuck it, Yeah shit! I should have done this." A uh, net.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think it might be fun. That might. Be, what if everyone just starts trying to dive and yeah, for diving for fun? If you're working in a place that
0: sucks that bad that so many people are killing themselves, they have to have nets up. Right. Chances are, jumping in those nets would be fun as shit.
2: Yeah. But anyways, they're about to open another company. Uh, another uh, location, really? Yeah, f- for three hundred thousand.
0: Well, you know, we talked about this before. You can't get a fucking iPhone for two hundred bucks if you're paying the people to work for you. Yeah. You just can't You gotta get slave labor You gotta get people To work for Fucking bowls of rice Or 16 dollar You know 16 hour days
2: And isn't the iPhone In most electronics Made by precious metals Or like the You know like the Minerals Minerals yeah. You precious know like minerals. Where people are shot Daily for these You know
0: Well all this shit That's going on in Afghanistan Right A lot of what they're gonna get Out of the ground there Is shit to make an iPhone Right Exactly <laughs> It is It's a fucking incredible Find a trillion dollars Worth of minerals They're like We just found it We didn't even know yeah. It was there Meanwhile They said the Soviet Union discovered. This shit 30 years ago yeah. They just couldn't figure out how to get it out And they couldn't figure out how to fucking control the region Yeah, you know, who, who, Why? The, what the fuck are we doing Joe Diaz, give us your wisdom What the fuck are we doing having wars in 2010 Why do people t- still tolerate
1: it Because the heroin's kicking over there in Afghanistan It's gotta have something
0: to do with the heroin have got right? to
1: do what you got to fucking do It hasn't stopped This war hasn't stopped and it ain't gonna stop
0: People think that it's ridiculous to think that heroin Has something to do with this war but all you need to know, and these are real facts, is that over 90% of the world's heroin is grown in Afghanistan. Over 90%. Where's
1: the other 10 Where
0: the fuck is that money going? Is it going to warlords? Because if it is, where's their private jets, okay? Where's the warlord? How come the warlord isn't living like the fucking Sultan of Brunei? You know? Why? Where, where they? How come they don't have that money?
1: Maybe they do. They we don't. don't they don't. Know, it's no. not like Mexico.
0: It's not like where Mexico. Where is that
1: heroin money going? 90%? That shit's
0: coming straight to America, son. That shit's being flown in. Barry Seals and the fucking New World Order—they're all flying that shit in and propeller planes. Barry
1: Seal, look Barry Seal up. Educate these motherfuckers. Barry Seal was a
0: guy who got killed. He was bringing in drugs from South America. Guy got murdered while he was going to testify, and he had Bush's phone number in his pocket. Barry Barry Seal was the definitive case. He was connected to every single like big time drug dealer, Pablo Escobar, all those guys. Everybody in South America this guy was connected to. And he got busted. In Mena, Arkansas, they dropped a uh, a package off. What they used to do is they would fly in. He would fly in from South America on his little propeller plane, fly into Arkansas, drop (coughs) the package off um, by uh, by, um, parachute, get out of the plane, and then the guys would go at the drop spot and pick up the parachute. They'd show up in a fucking pickup truck or whatever they used. Well, some kids were fucking around in the woods, and these kids spotted the parachute drop. And when they went to go pick up the package, they saw these kids there. So they killed the kids. And they took the kids' bodies and they laid them on the tracks. And what? Went, yeah. And the uh, autopsy came back, said that the kids were high, and they fell asleep on the tracks. So the parents said, that's ridiculous. My, my, my children didn't do drugs. I don't believe you. So the parents paid for their own autopsies. And their own autopsies concluded that the kids were murdered, that they were stabbed. They found stab wounds on the body. So the parents, like, started trying to figure out what the fuck went wrong, and they started figuring out who landed planes and what happened and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, and then they bust this guy, Barry Seals. And Barry Seals was a fucking employee of the CIA who had been flying drugs into this country for decades. Decades, yeah. And he said that that's just what they do. That's what they've always done. There's money out there to be made, and they know it, and they make it. And you're talking about the same people that are willing to start wars. They're st- willing to do that whole Gulf of Tonkin thing where we went into the Vietnam War, war under false pretenses and false false flag attacks just in order to p- make sure that we're involved in disputes with other countries. And one of the things they do when we're involved with disputes of other countries is they jack their natural resources. And one of their natural resources are drugs. And you don't think that Afghanistan is a fucking gigantic money hole for those evil scumbags that are willing to do shit like that? There's so much money there. How do you, What the fuck do you do when there's 90% of the world's anything in one spot that's worth billions of dollars? Billions. 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 But it's a ridiculous thing. If you say it, you're a nut. If you start saying part of the reason why we're in Afghanistan is because someone's making money off drugs, that's, the, that, that's definitely got to be something to do with it. People think you're crazy. It's not the whole reason we're there. But if you don't think it plays a part, you don't think it has a say. What do you think, who's making money during the war? You've got to finance that fucking war. Yeah. What do you think finances this shit? You know. Well, you know, the whole thing that happened uh, during the uh, Reagan administration with uh, the Contras, you know, and uh, when the, that Michael Rupert guy busted the CIA selling drugs in uh Los Angeles ghettos, you know, all that stuff is that's just standard operational procedure. It just takes a while for it to pop out and get into the news sometimes, you know. What,
2: what the fuck that? did you see Ari Shafir on uh, T M Z today? Yeah, I yeah, saw that's it. great. I was there. That was a fun time. But uh he uh him and uh who was it? Roddy Roddy Piper uh got uh, Roddy Roddy Piper beat him up on stage. Yeah, and
0: people were um thinking that he really was a racist, yeah. which is a big problem with that character that he does. People don't know that it's an act, you know, yeah. that, that he's just trying to get people's reactions and just be a nut and see have people react to this fake racist character so they get angry at him. But he's not really racist, right?
2: Well, he kind of is, like everyone else. You like, <laughs> he's he's just kidding? Fucking <laughs> saying, boy. <laughs> Ari's not a
0: racist at no, all. No, I think no, Ari's no. a very open-minded and objective yes, person. So it's kind of funny that Ari kid. would be playing this character, the amazing racist. Because it was yeah. a joke. It was a, know, joke it a joke for National
1: but Lampoon. it should have moved on, but... Do you think he should have moved on? on? You think I think he should have moved on. It?
2: I've told him many
0: times. I don't, I don't I know. know. I,
1: you what know. have you told him, Brian? What do you say?
2: I just think the character's done. That was the whole idea the character's done, and you don't
1: want to really be known for it. Well, if the character... I would have kept doing videos as the character with new ideas, but I really? You know I Would think, you keep
0: going? I, I think at a certain point in time, it's like how many
2: stereotypes are you right. going to... Exp- it's a, you it's know. a joke, that, right. you know, joke. You already right. did the joke. Right. You know, There's no reason to keep on doing the same joke over and over again. I do think you should do a Jewish one and be done. Do, do you think he, it's he just dies. because
0: he had too much success with it and he just got caught up in it Probably and wanted to keep Probably. it going?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. That's but, one I mean, of
0: the most successful things that he's done. You know That yeah, National Lampoon but, thing but, is pretty famous.
2: You don't see me make still making Carlos Mencia videos. Um, you know, Okay. you know, like that's that was probably my most successful video I've done. But kitty I don't, fart cup, yeah, kitty fart cup is absolutely the best kitty video I've fart ever done. Cup. That's actually what all the girls like too. The that's kitty hilarious. fart Cup
0: stuff. It's hilarious when the cat reacts
2: to your fart. Uh, there's kitty. one. You see the one where I did did Lindsay Lohan. Yes, I saw <laughs> that too. That was pretty ridiculous. Uh,
0: what, so now, what happened with Lindsay Lohan? Because I drink that kombucha shit, and everybody's saying that Lindsay Lohan uh, lied, and she said that her bracelet went off because she was uh, drinking that kombucha, and that kombucha has a there's, a level of alcohol in it. There's
2: something going on with that, because uh, it was pulled off the shelves off of Whole Foods, mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, there's some questioning about the alcohol content yes, of them. Yes, that it's less
0: than one-half of a percent. Right. You but, don't have to mark it, but if it's more than one-half of a percent, you have to mark it, and there's saying it's more
2: right so she was wearing one of the scam bracelets right and it went off and supposedly that's what made it go off now i don't know if that's true or not but
0: you know they say that you're not even supposed to have any kombucha if you're an alcoholic you're not supposed to drink that shit it even tastes like alcohol you know it does you know i was rolling uh i did jujitsu after i drank one and this dude said did you have a beer before you went to jiu-jitsu i said no drinking kombucha it's all healthy and shit right but I mean, maybe it has this little tiny bit of alcohol in it, but I've never gotten drunk off of it or even felt a buzz. But I'll tell you one thing, man. It's pumped my fucking immune system up through the roof.
2: Yeah. I don't get sick anymore. How many do you have a day? One? At least two. Wow.
0: Yeah, I drink like two a day. That's I drink craziness. them all, all the time. I love them. I fucking I think they're delicious. Do you
2: like the regular the best?
0: I like the regular. That's my favorite. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan show. of
2: that that other one. No,
0: the grape one too yeah. strong. I like the gingerade, the gingerade I like is kind of like strong. It. It's got a, a kick to it, but the regular one's fantastic. But I'm telling you, man, all this travel I do, I was getting sick all the time. It was like every couple months I was battling, and I'm still working out. Right. I'm still training. I'm, I'm working out as hard as I've ever worked out, and I'm not getting sick. It's crazy, and I think it has to do with the probiotics. Staying really regular with your vitamins, that's very important, but it's also maintaining a healthy bacterial level in your body. Mm-hmm. Acidophilus and probiotic drinks. On the road, I take the acidophilus with me and I just, you know, take that. And when I'm at home, I drink those fucking drinks and I'm not getting sick. It's crazy. Yeah. You're exposed to so many different varieties of germs and bullshit when you're mm-hmm. on the road. Plus, I'm way more careful now about like washing my hands before I eat. I smoking stuff
1: like weed with fucking strangers that are creepy looking. What about the germs that got into fucking. Uh... Uh Fedor this weekend. Let's talk oh yeah, about let's that, talk about that Fedor. Started, Jack. hey, you this is this is the
0: bottom line. This Fedor had never fought a guy who's got a guard like Verdum, and who's he training with? He's not training with anybody like Verdum. Verdum is top of the food chain, Abu Dhabi champion, and he's a big man. He's like six foot three, six four. He's a big fucking dude, and he's good. His guard is nasty. He's got one of the best cards in the world. You try getting sloppy with grounded pound, you leave arms in there. He's got to snatch those arms up quick, and he's got a tight game. And the beginning of the round, Fedor wasn't slippery yet. You know, no one's sweaty. They're just barely broken a sweat, so he's got like a nice grip on him, man. And you know, we're doing man. You let him catch you, and you in a, a technique battle, you, you battle his guard from you know from, you know, when you're on top and you leave an arm in there, he's gonna fuck you up, man. Because as you go to defend, he set him up, man, and, you know, it was really beautiful to watch what he did. He attacked the arm, and as Fedor's defending the arm, he's gotta pull the arm back. So as he's defending the arm, pull the arm back, that's when he slaps the triangle on. It's like he just put him in a classic Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu chain of submissions. He went one, you defend this, he goes to that, and as you defend the triangle, you expose the arm. As you protect the arm, the triangle angle gets locked deeper. Bang, bang, bang. It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. Look, Fedor is a bad motherfucker. He's really like a guy who could fight at 205 easy, and he's fighting at heavyweight, knocking guys out. You know, he's only 6 feet tall. He's not a big guy. Some people say he's actually only 5'11". He's not a big guy, but he's incredibly talented, and Incredibly inspirational, you know. He's a he's is a, a dude that makes people, you know, like excited. You know, they love the way he carries himself, even the way he handled the loss, man. Do you hear what he said afterwards? I said, "How do you feel right?" And he says, "I feel nothing." He goes, "Because you cause you, uh, you, you can't stand you it." Yeah, stand, yeah, yeah. You have to. If, people who don't fall don't know what it's like to stand.
2: When was his last fight, like main fight before that? Wasn't like seven years ago or something? Ridiculous? No, no, no what, no. what are people no, no. saying? He beat you
0: no. Know, he beat Brett Rogers less than uh, shit. It was only a few months ago. Yeah, less than probably beat him good. Yeah, he blasted him, knocked him out. But right after he beat him, Alistar Overeem beat the fuck out of Brett Rogers. Alistar Overeem. Own Brett Rogers. He, the way he did it, man, was so precise. On the feet, just high-level fucking Muay Thai. D- Slipping the punch and the shin slams into the meat of the leg. You could see, like, right away, Brett Rogers was like, oh, fuck. Like, he could see right away. He was in way, 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 way over his head. And then Alistar got Brett Rogers on the ground and fucking pummeled him. I mean, it, was, it was a ridiculously one-sided fight.
2: What kind of party is Dana White having this weekend?
0: He's having a big party. Yeah. Dana White is having a, a fucking laugh-your-ass off, I just saved 30 million dollars. <laughs> because now, Fedor unfortunately really does become irrelevant, right? Because part of what made him exciting was the fact that he was this undefeated guy who seemed to be uh, superhuman and destroys Tim Sylvia, destroys Andre It's like there's an aura about him. Some of the aura was uh, eroded slightly by the Brett Rogers fight because Brett Rogers got him down, got him down was ground yes. and pounded him, was connecting with big shots. And you looked at it and you're like, what if Brock got him in that spot? If Brock got, Brock ain't Brett Rogers, bro. Brock gets you in that spot, A, you're not getting up. B, you're going to eat some giant cinder block fucking mm, canned I ham can't fists.
1: Wait. This weekend's going to be crazy. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. So,
0: I, I, so anyway, that, that, that eroded <clears throat> people's confidence in Fedor a little bit. But what eroded my confidence in it is when I saw the way Alistar, handled Brett Rogers I knew Alistar was going to fuck Brett I Rogers was up, fuck up but I didn't know he was going to do it like that the way he did it was perfect I mean he just he shows how high level his striking is I mean he beat Badr Hari knocked Badr Hari out who is one of the very best kickboxers in the world you know he's he's beaten a lot of dudes he fucked up Peter Ertz You know, he he knocks dudes out, man. He's a bad motherfucker in kickboxing with the best in the world. You know, he's hanging with those guys. So when he got in there against like an MMA fighter who's just a brawler, he just opened up a can on him. And, you know, Fedor is not a technical striker. He's very explosive and very fast. And, you know, he's good and tough. And His technique is good, but he's not like a guy who could just step into K1 the way Alistar does. And Alistar has a nasty ground game as well. So the transition between the two of them is very small. And when he took Brett Rogers down, he just controlled him on the ground and beat the fuck out of him. He really like made a mockery over Fedor's win. I mean, it wasn't, you know, just, I mean, obviously it wasn't the same night. It's not the same circumstances, but the way he beat him, I was like, man, you know, Alistar to me is more exciting really right now than Fedor. Alistar is, uh, that's one of the scariest guys in the division. K-1 level, high-level striking, and nasty Brazilian jiu-jitsu, won the uh, European Abu Dhabi trials, submitted Vitor Belfort. You know, he's got a fucking what? sick guillotine, man.
2: What do you think Fedor would have to do to earn back your, like, wow, that guy's on top of his game? Like, who would he well, have to fight? Would he have to go to the I, UFC now? Or? Yeah, he'd
0: have to go to the UFC. and I, Or fight Alistar and then yeah. go to the UFC. But And fight Verdum again, too. I mean, I'm excited to see him fight anybody. It's not that I'm not a Fedor fan. I, I, I love him. But I think that's you got to fight the best guys in the world. Mm-hmm. you got to be in the in the heat with the best guys in the world and there's really no shortcuts for that there's no shortcuts for, um, for training with a guy like Fabricio Verdum there's no shortcuts to, to learning how to get out of a guard like that you gotta experience it and it's pretty obvious watching that fight that you know he probably hadn't, hadn't experienced that kind of shit before you know I mean he was, he's made some critical errors mm-hmm. there's a, a beautiful video where um, uh, Henner Gracie and his brother break down what, what Fedor did wrong and what Verdum did right oh, in explaining wow. the triangle that's beautiful you know, and it's like, you know, people are looking at it, and they're like, this is like simple jujitsu." jitsu Like, he made mistakes. Right. And part of it, mistakes because he's got a very unorthodox style. He throws big haymakers inside the guard. He's been really successful with that. But with a guy like Verdum, you can't do that. He, he's just, he's there to catch those little tiny, tiny openings, you know. Mm-hmm. He put a beating on him, man. You know what was really exciting about that night, man? Kung Lee is bringing Taekwondo back. Back! Kung 38 Lee. 38 years old. Kung Lee has that fucking step-in turning sidekick. He stands in a southpaw stance with his right leg forward, and he throws a left, like steps forward, throwing a left, and dude's back out of the way just of the punch, but a turning sidekick comes behind it. So it's a 360-degree turning sidekick. He stands with his right leg forward, throws the left hand, and as he throws the left hand, he steps forward with the left foot and then spins. So there's so much momentum, man. He's like running at you with that kick and blasts you. His, he's doing shit with kicks, man, that other people aren't doing. And that's one of them. The way he throws that 360 turning sidekick, I don't see anybody else doing that. A few guys do a turning sidekick, but I don't th- see anybody else doing that 360 like he does it. Hmm. And his kicks are fucking deadly, man. L- throws a lot of high kicks, too, you know? What do
1: you think for this weekend so far? Kyle Woo! Brock. There's a, the less. There's a
0: lot think? of fights I'm excited about on this card. How about Chris Lionel versus Matt, the oh, immortal brown? shit. That, the fireman. Mother, that motherfucker. That fight has Fight of the Night written all over it. Both guys are savages. Brown is a fucking savage, and Chris Lytle don't back down to shit. Chris Lytle, I've never even seen that guy get rocked. I've seen him get busted open and bloody and smashed in the face and, and hit with haymakers, but he always just bounces right back. That dude's chin is made of cement. He's a fucking monster. And him and Matt Brown. Matt Brown is a warrior, dude. That guy's a good fucking fight. That guy's strong. His mind is strong, too. He. He presses he he stays on dudes and breaks dudes so him and Lytle is just a guaranteed fucking guaranteed tons of fun.
2: By the way, mad props to the UFC's new website. That's fucking amazing. You like that? Oh, it's fucking awesome. Do you don't think it's
0: too much flash?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it's a, one of those fun websites. You know, yeah. like I mean, it's. it's I kind of
0: miss the old one.
2: Yeah, I like I like the. I uh, mean, there's not like a, a choice to do just the basic like a know. blog or something like I don't that. Know.
0: It's pretty dope though when you oh. do see like the different um, fighters and like they 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 focus on each frame, yeah. The matchup, it's they're like
2: big close up pictures and shit. And that is flash. huh? Yeah. It's unfortunate that it's flash, but uh, it's pretty sweet. I like it. They could have done the same thing with HTML five. I'm sure
0: there probably is a way to do that. And that way you could get it on your iPad, right? And on your iPhone, right? Because right now you can't,
2: right? What the fuck, but see, that's UFC? more of just like fun stuff. That's not like informative. Right, you, know? but that's, still, you that's want That's kind that, of like DVD extras. Wouldn't you want to be able to get that on your phone? Yeah, I guess. It's just not, it's cool to look at pictures and stuff, I guess.
0: Isn't it crazy that porn is what's pushing the transition to HTML5? Did you hear about that? Yeah. yeah.
2: When porn backs something, it's usually pretty legit,
0: you know? So. Isn't that nuts? How the fuck is anybody still making money off porn? Because uh, you know, you know. Uh, uh,
2: we've talked about this, yeah. Tyler
0: was, Knight, you know Tyler Knight? Mm-hmm. That dude, he's um, he's making a transition to uh, becoming an author. He's a really good writer. He wrote some really fucked up shit. If you, I don't know what his blog is, but if you just look up Tyler Knight blog. You'll find it online. And Tyler's a really good writer, but he's got some ridiculous stories about porno sets and scenes and he's got a story about failing at a bukkake, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a bukkake event where it's like literally hundreds of dudes are fucking this chick and you know he's in line with all these dudes and he's trying to keep his dick hard and right. and he gets up and he totally fails. But oh, and he's stepping hilarious. stepping at other dudes' loads. There's loads everywhere. Uh, oh god. It's it's so dark, but it's so well written too. It's just
2: really awesome I would, stuff. I but would have all true. I would have those uh Pool shoes, those slippers that you. <laughs> <shoes. laughs> How about cleats? Yeah,
0: cleats would be better. Cleats. Some softball oh, yeah, cleats. cleats. Just dig your way through the fucking sticky lows. That's Absolutely. hilarious. What the fuck? But this guy was in the porn business forever, man, and has some great, great stories about the porn business. And now he's uh, just writing, you know, and sh- shit. Just stories about the porn business could keep me fascinated for years. That's a crazy business, dude. And he's a, a regular, really cool, nice guy. Yeah. Did you ever see the uh, Cosby's episode or the, the Cosby's porno Yeah, yeah. with
2: uh, Thomas Ward? Yeah, Thomas Ward. I yeah. hung out with that dude two weeks ago.
0: Thomas? Yeah. Where was he at?
2: At the comedy store with uh, one of his porn star friends. Really? And uh, she was like, I need your contacts. And she's all like, "All in my face. And I'm like, oh, you smell like crack and Doritos. Crack and Doritos
0: and VD. Yeah. Oh, she was. Thomas Ward was a really funny guy, man. Thomas was Ward was awesome. another guy that like I always was like, how come Thomas Ward didn't hit? How come? How, how come
2: he didn't make it? Uh, he's loving it now, man. Seems like he's looks like he's living large now.
0: He's doing porn.
2: Yeah, he's winning awards and stuff. I don't think he actually does the porn part, though. I right, think... he just does like right. acting in porn. Yeah, but he's like winning winning awards, winning
0: porn awards. Yeah, do those count? They do count, <laughs> Joey. Joey, we lost him. Two hours in, I said my blood sugar's the, down. I'm thinking about that con- sausage sub. <laughs> the, the air conditioning DVDs. is what's yeah, going. Um, my <laughs> air conditioning is broke in my office. It's being replaced. On Tuesday. So, what's today? Wednesday? Tuesday? Tuesday. Tomorrow? You gotta I got to wait a week. week. Oh, got to wait shit. a week. Yeah, they got to order all the parts and all that shit. So, so there's no air in the out. whole house? No, no, no. The house has air, just not my office. Just this. One. Yeah. I mean, this, you don't
1: like air, and you open the back window. Yeah. Well, fuck.
0: It, it gets hot, hot there, as fuck though. in the valley. That's one of the things I miss about Colorado. Never really got that hot. Yeah. Uh, my house in Colorado, no need for air conditioning ever. It's hot. You just open up a window. Beautiful, clean, mountain air. Have some fucking tap water. Your tap water is a well. How about that, son? You're drinking water out of a fucking stream that's in the earth. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just, just so want to move back to Colorado. But Mrs. Rogan's so not down for getting the, another dog eaten by a monster in the
2: woods. That's what chloroform's for. Chloroform? What
0: the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's what chloroform's for? <laughs> no, it's
2: not. Wake up. Where are we? You're in California.
0: Dude, you can't live with someone and kidnap him, and move them to another state, especially with babies and shit. It's a lot of work. Well, don't do the claw from right, the Joe babies. Diaz. He's going to run. Yeah, Joe Diaz, where, you, where are you at this too, weekend? What, what are you saying? doing
1: this weekend? I got a couple shows Friday.
0: Tell people where, to, where they can
1: see you. Sal's Comedy Motherfucking Hole.
0: Yeah, Sal's Comedy Hall is a new place that Ooh. I want to check out. Late improv Friday night. I seen
1: those guys last night. It's a new place on night. La
0: Brea. Tell me about this place on La Brea, Sal's Comedy Hole.
1: Tell me about it. You've
0: been there twice, though. Where's that? It it's
1: very avant garde. It's on La Brea and Melrose. La Brea and Melrose. I guess that's where it is. What are you asking me, fucking? Because I want
0: to know about it. I've never I been, no been there before. Idea. It's a new place in you L.A. You asked Gotta give me some o'clock. props. Now
1: I'm fucking tired. Let's go get a sausage and pepper sandwich. Oh, Joey died. He faded on us, it Could you imagine
0: that? you Imagine if your job, if you you could fall asleep after two hours. Dun, dun, dun. Bow, 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 bow. So, it's a good spot though. Sal's Comedy Hall on Friday yeah, night?
1: And then I'm going to the what improv. What time's your spot? Late night? I have no fucking idea. He's got to call me. Okay,
0: back. so call Sal's Comedy Hall. Yeah,
1: I don't even give a fuck. Don't call Sal's Comedy Hall. Don't bother me. I'm going to the improv. What people want to see you. If Saturday, someone's in LA and
0: they're looking for some comedy, you're go on go the, the late night show at the improv? Which show? Yeah, the, the 10 o'clock show, or the, the 11 Puerto o'clock? Ricans, the 10 late, o'clock, right? Yeah, the Friday, 10. Friday. That's the Refried Beans? Yes. Okay, so what time's your spot? I have no idea when I get So there. you're on that show. So yeah. if you want to see some good comedy, yeah, go come to the Improv, 10, 10 o'clock show. Absolutely. Friday night, Joe Diaz will be there. And uh, Brian and I will be uh, we're we'll at the uh, Vegas uh, House of Blues on Friday night, me and Sam Tripoli. And um, then on Saturday, uh, we're going to go to the UFC. Saturday is Brock don't Lesnar. Don't forget to
1: for word from your sponsor and all
0: yeah. that stuff. So yeah. Can yeah fucking I can't wait life. for steak. What do you think is going to happen with Shane Carwin and Brock Lesnar?
1: I've been thinking about it. I think Brock is going to win this Brock weekend. smashed, really? first round, done. Really? First round, huh? Yeah.
2: What do you think? Take him down, pound on him? Pound him to death, and it's going to be stopped. Do you
0: think that uh, Shane Carwin won't be able to stop Brock from taking him down? Yeah, I
2: think Brock's just a monster, and you can't stop when that fist is coming at you, and it's just going to keep on coming, and I think he's just going to get smashed. Brained.
0: Really? Yeah. So, you know, what about the fact that Shane Carwin is literally, I mean, physically, at least on paper, the same size? You know, He weighs the same amount, and he's knocked out it's every single person. It's a different dance, person. bro. It's a you fucking so? different
1: dance. You, this is a big dance. This is a big fucking you, dance, you know, and Brock has been there before. You know how this con- is a big fucking dance.
2: Brock bro. is so competitive, and, you know? and he really feels, I bet, uh, he needs to come back yeah, He's amazing. And this I think he's just got a lot of time to think about shit, and a lot of training to do, and he's just, he's gonna, he's gonna probably be more ready now than he's ever been in his life, I think. Well, you know,
0: he's not even cutting weight. He's walking around at like 265. He's, he's lost weight, but fat. He's, like, ripped. He's, like, in really good shape. Okay. Like, his, his mass is thick. It's because now he's on this really uh, vegetable diet and, you know, high in, in fiber and, you know, broccoli and shit like that yeah. to go along with the meat. So he's got this diet that's, like, a cleaner diet, and he watches his food. Like, they, the Countdown show was pretty interesting when they were talking about him coming back, and they started out nights and slow. He worked out. They made sure his heart, beat, heart rate didn't go over certain beats per minute, mm-hmm. and then they slowly built him back, and they could see the beast return. You know, and then before you know it, he's fucking
2: 280 pounds again. Throwing that'd be, people around. That'd be funny if his tattoo grew. Like <laughs> like ET's flower got dead, you know, but never mind.
0: What if someone actually tattooed a dick on their chest? Just like it? No, like a dick. Uh, like no question at right, all. Right. Like a dick. Would they let them fight in the UFC? Like, uh, what if you got no. a guy like Hector Lombard, who's like the uh, Bellator champion, very highly touted middleweight, one of the best in the world. But what if a guy like that level decided to come, like Gomi? What if Gomi came over to the UFC and he tattooed a dick on his
2: chest? Well, they'd probably make him cover it up. You know? How do you make a guy cover it up? They have makeup. They just put some They away. can't put makeup, makeup on. Yeah. He's going to fight, man. This in uh, a movie. They would take marker, maybe, like permanent marker. Permanent marker. Make it look like a person's well, face Well, someone instead. did
0: that um, from the, uh, the wolf's lair. What the fuck is his name? Shit. God damn it. Um, you know what would be awesome if a fighter came what's out? What's his name? The English guy. Paul Kelly. Vulcan. Paul Telly's Kelly. He um he had he left the wolf's slayer, so he had like marker and he put a, like a big X across the wolf's layer on his back because he had tattooed the wolf's slayer on his back.
2: You know, what would be awesome what a fighter should do. What is they should draw all over their fa- face, like like make it look like they passed out at a party. You know, like like have dicks and cocks. You can't, and do cocks you and can't stuff. Test chemicals
0: in your skin. You can get in someone's eye with sweat. You can't do that. Oh, you can't put anything on. You're not even. I mean, that's why after the GSP-BJ Penn fight, the corners aren't even allowed to put Vaseline on. Right. They have to, the, the cut men have to do it and they control it. Huh. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, man. What if someone did though? What if someone did, but you think that'd be, you can't fight? He main event it. fight, <laughs> main event fight, big event, like, like a Lesnar-Carwin type thing, like GSP. Right. Like GSP's gonna have this fucking big crazy fight coming up with Josh Koscheck. Right. You know, and as, you know, he steps into the octagon, he realizes GSP's got a big dick tattooed on his chest. A real <laughs> dick. Vein, a black one, a black dick. <laughs> he just got crazy and just decided to give something to you know, my idea is to distract people, they concentrate on the black dick. <laughs>
2: you know, it's what probably do? somewhere in the contract you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, probably right. No black dicks in your chest.
0: You think so? We yeah, could, there's probably there's probably something like I that. I could find that out. Well I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I they don't even want to ask them, though, because
0: then Dan and Roy will be looking, why the fuck are you asking me this? <laughs> 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 they'll be like, are you high?
2: We're going to start testing.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's about two hours. So uh, Joey Diaz is uh, starving for a sausage and pepper sandwich. Old school. Like they used to give you in North Bergen. Fl- North Bergen, you go down and get a fucking sausage and pepper. You can't even get that shit. These fucking half-a-fags, they can't make a goddamn sandwich. I want a fucking sausage shit. and pepper. Real peppers and fucking marinara
2: sauce. What the fuck is it
1: going to hey,
2: Joe, what, what's, what's this fleshlight thing, Joey Diaz? Oh, the fleshlight?
1: No, no, Joey Diaz. Yeah, Doug, you got to do a word for the fucking sponsor. I've been telling you that. We're a half hour Do it Joey to- Diaz character. No, we, we- this, motherfucker. Stop
0: fucking your hand. No, this ain't even funny. <laughs> this is the fleshlight. A word for our sponsor uh, We gotta keep the lights on Ladies and gentlemen The way we do it Is rubber assholes That's what we do <laughs> That's a base, Keep the lights on It's soft It's wonderful It feels good If you leave it out In the sun It gets warm You can you, could, oh. you can um, also leave uh, it Put out it in, in a tub Full of hot water That's a good move oh, too Fill the tub dude. out With hot water bathtub tub with it, And then you squirt Some lube put, put some lube in there And then you stick oh. Your erect penis dude. in there And you go like this uh.
2: I haven't even thought about doing it
0: in the shower. The only problem with the flashlight is as much of a loser as you feel like when you jerk off you feel like five times more of a loser when you nut into a rubber pussy. You just feel like a fucking yeah. idiot but it's an outstanding product it's not like i'm gonna stop using it, but you do feel completely ridiculous like if somebody caught you beating off, that'd be one thing. But if you know your girl walks in and you're like, uh, yeah. what you're nutting into a rubber pussy you're yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the most ridiculous things you could ever get busted doing. Yeah, Fucking a rubber pussy. A a real doll would probably be way worse, though. Yeah, that would be totally worse. Way worse. Because at least this way, you're like, I know it's not a person. Right. I'm just watching porn, and beating off. A real doll is really kind of fucking useless when you think about it. Yeah. How dumb do you have to be to really think that you're having sex with a I would want
2: one just to drive around with in the car and do practical jokes and stuff like that. That's a
0: good move. But I think cops look now. Because I think people have done shit like that before. I know people have been busted with masks yeah. and stuff. But
2: if you put a fucking seatbelt on that and sunglasses, there's no way that cop's gonna know that's fake. You know, if you have tinted windows,
0: for sure, right? Yeah. Then yeah. there's no way he's gonna know. Yeah. yeah, put a put make it look like put a helmet on him and bandages and shit, like he's the mummy, like something yeah. like fucking bad happened to him, or a school the
2: girl, <laughs> like a <school laughs> girl outfit. You know.
0: No, what? then the cops gonna investigate. <laughs> you you're the worst <laughs> criminal of all time. All right, this weekend, Joe Diaz is at uh, South Comedy Hall on Friday night and the 10 p.m. show at the improv. Don't miss them It's epic stand up comedy It's real stand up comedy Old school Joey we gotta make a fucking CD With you this year Okay can we do that Absolutely Can we make a CD Talking Absolutely. Monkey Productions Absolutely Put that shit out Should we do a DVD or a CD We Absol- should do a goddamn DVD
1: DVD Yeah alright we're gonna do CD. that Because
0: it, it, it pains me to no end That Joe Diaz does not have A DVD and a CD out it is gonna out. be
1: Even though you got a restraining order I'm still gonna fucking kill you <laughs> You know what I'm saying that's, a, that's the name of my album Right there
0: done. I like it I like like it, we will go with that. Or
1: what else he decides tomorrow. But Even though you don't have a restraining order, I'm still gonna fucking kill you. Let's let's plan this out right On now iTunes. so that people
0: know where we're gonna pl- where we're gonna do this. We're where should we do
1: this? Where should we do? We're gonna do this somewhere. You know what local. we should
0: do? Here's what we should do. We should, I, when I'm doing a weekend somewhere, like a Dallas weekend or Austin or something like that, where I'm doing Friday and Saturday and Sunday, how about we fly in Thursday, okay? We, we, we put it up on Twitter and the internet, and I host it, and I bring you up. Let's do it. I bring you up. Fly it up already. Core, we record you know a DVD, okay? Let's do it. So let's plan on doing that next time we're and in part
1: Austin. Of the, and part of the, the, the tub video is going to be on there that we shoot. With the tank next week in Burbank, that'll be. That's what
0: we'll do. I'll host it, and we'll bring you up, and we'll have you know, you'll do like do forty five minutes, forty five minutes, banging out, and we'll have you know, it'll be fucking perfect. Get it? We need to do that. We've been needing to do that for a long time. Hell yeah! So if you need to see Joey, eventually you're gonna get to see him on DVD. But for now, go to see him if you're in L. A. Sal's Comedy Hall. Friday night and uh, the The improv improv, 10 p.m. show. Um, If you want to see me, House of Blues, Friday Friday night night in Vegas. Stay Black. It's going to be the shit. Fleshlight.com. It's going to be the shit. The House of Blues. is... And the House of Blues, by the way, if you've ever seen me there before and it was chaos, we completely revamped the whole situation. There's no more standing. After we went to see Doug Stanhope, Brian and I went to see Doug Stanhope, and uh, Ari went too, and it was so tiring, just standing up. Oh, it was awful. It's, it's hard. I did not know it was that hard to watch a show. I figured it was just like, if I'm standing on stage for an hour and a half, I think it's no big deal to stand and watch, but it's a big deal. It's annoying as fuck. Especially because when I'm on stage, I can walk around and move, and it doesn't feel it so...
2: It made me hate yeah. the comedy.
0: When you're standing, and you have to stand in one spot, too, and I kept like moving, my arms oh, and stretching, and my awful. back started yeah. hurting. Not fun. So I decided after that time, no more standing room shows. We've made one mistake. We did Memphis, that one fucking show in Memphis, which was a disaster. Right? There was the fucking half the show was standing, and it was all a bar, and everybody was talking at the top of their voice, and it was just there was no other venue available in Memphis when we were there, so we took it. But when the when we do the House of Blues now, everybody seated. So it was like they they had to cut out a few hundred tickets, uh, a few hundred seats, because they used to let people like. A few hundred people stand over by the bar area, but it became a disaster. Everybody would talk and they would yell shit out and they would annoy the fuck out of the people that were sitting. And so now it's sweet, it's nice, everyone's seated. So that is uh, eight o'clock on Friday, and then after that, if you're around, Steel Panthers at as uh, at midnight. We're gonna go see that too. Steel Panther, the fucking the the rock show. It's the shit. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it was gonna be fun, man. The guy is the greatest Ozzy Osbourne impression in the history of the universe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, that's it. We love you, bitches. Later. Later.